Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome to the home of stupid. That's right. You're now listening to Common Man and T-Bone. And I said, well, do you know who the guy is? And she said, he's got some stupid name. Man boy, something man. Do you know him? And I said, yeah, I, I know him. And she goes, yeah, he sounds like a real jerk. Is he a jerk? I said, he's the biggest jerk you've ever met. Man boy. Featuring Panama Ted, imported from Panama. Thank you, Ted. You suck. Rihanna Ray on traffic. Five minute delay. And a bunch of internet sounds that make no sense. To reach around the guy. <laughs> you gotta squat and be ready. <laughs> Balls on his chest. Strap in and strap it on. This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Welcome in. Hope you are having an excellent Friday. Start of the weekend for a lot of people. Getting ready for it. Timmy Hall is in for Common Man. Been in most of the week. Timmy, how you doing, bud? Uh-oh. Oh, oh, there we go. <laughs> I didn't look at the board because I forgot. When no, like that's uh, Bone Man. So when Chops is in here before us, uh, sometimes his co-host is not in here with him. Doesn't Sometimes need that fader up. So he turns it down and I just didn't right. look to why, see Why would you as a radio professional check my stuff? Before? No, it's definitely Chops' fault. Yeah. It's not my fault as the professional <laughs> who's sitting here to check all the stuff. Nope, I didn't do it. That's on me. So I like how I threw Chops just, right under the bus. just felt like bitching show. and moaning today. Yeah. I don't know why. Have you? Is, is it just one of those days? It's just, it's just one of those days. <laughs> Greg, Greg even caught me in the studio. I was bitching and moaning about doing updates today. Oh no! And Greg was hiding behind engineer, engineer, Greg engineer Greg was doing some work on some wiring behind in the control room. I was like, Oh, Colin, you know, I got the update shifts, trying to prep the show, get Buckeye replay done. Yeah, I just got to get this two o'clock update done and get on with my life, you know. And I hear this like, "Hello," and I'm like. It, it wasn't like I freaked out, kind of scared, but it was one where your heart just kind of sinks into your stomach yeah. because you don't. You're you're so you have no idea anybody else is in your presence. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like that jump scare, but I was I almost like couldn't breathe for five seconds. It was yeah. he scared yeah. the crap out of me. You have no idea. I know. Right before the two o'clock update, it's, it's a bad feeling when yeah. you're not expecting someone to be there and you're just like you know venting. And then it's, you realize yeah, it's not like I was th- someone I else is involved in the venting. I wasn't throwing a person under the bus. Like I don't. I, I think I you hope. were. I no, think you were. I, w- I think I you were like listen. Let me tell you about this common man. Not yeah. so common. Yeah. Let me tell you. I mean, unless it's Beamer. You know, really we'll, talk about, we'll talk about him anywhere, anytime, anyplace. Like, the crap talking has no boundaries. I mean, Beamer, oh, I, oh, Beamer popped up from behind a desk? Yeah. Hey, well, this is what I have to say. Beamer and I went to lunch today prior to coming in here. That's what, what I was doing. Yeah. I went and had lunch with him. So we, we <laughs> wow. just had, we do the soccer show all the time. And it dawned on us the other day because we do our soccer podcast, Bone and Beam United. Yeah. It dawned on us. We never actually see each other. 
because we do it remotely. He's in in the mornings. I'm in the afternoons. We don't come in here. To oh, record you're it. not coming in to I'm not, no because he the podcast. He's done at like nine a.m. Yeah, I and get I don't. It. He doesn't wait around for me. And well, I, don't I would come bone in here at night. Come in at nine a.m. <laughs> nine a.m. No way. <laughs> so right. we just remote in and do the podcast. And so it was like we haven't seen each other for over a year. So I thought, yeah. Let's go. Let's go rectify that situation. Well, that, so we that had makes, lunch. That makes sense because I, I had, my phone was misplaced for about four hours today. Mm-hmm. So I would have missed that's why the you, messages. That's why you didn't get the invite. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Matt Andrews was there too. He, Stop. Well, he he and Beam were talking, and then he was like, "Oh, you're going to lunch with Bone? I'll come along." So then Matt was there too. So we had a good time. Three of us did it. Would have invited you, but uh, I figured you were busy with updates. What? You were busy with updates. You I figured did, you had no idea. You had no idea. And yesterday, I had no idea. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely but that, right. But that 11 a.m. update today, mm-hmm. it was fantastic. Absolutely. It was so good. Right. Well, the burgers were good. The beers they drink oh. were so good. I don't know because I didn't. I definitely oh, sure. did yeah, not have yeah. a beer coming one in. One beer is going to hurt no you for I a show. One. That's three right. hours ago. Yeah. yeah. So I'm uh, sure you didn't have any. <laughs> plenty to get to today. We've got Saturday showcase coming up at three thirty four because there's college football today. So let's get ex- or not today, but tomorrow. It's the start of the college football season. It's right. a mini we start. We don't have anything tonight, do we? No, it's week zero yeah, any tomorrow. FBS. Yeah, we, we're good tomorrow. We actually have real games, so we'll talk we about those. We should have something tonight. Why don't we have anything tonight? I don't know. I looked at the schedule. I didn't see anything. Yeah, Maybe one I'm wrong. game. Uh, 448 Degenerate T-Bone. Tool of the Week is coming up at 534. So if you'd like to win a prize, possibly, you tweet us at manandbone971. Tweet us whoever or whatever your Tool of the Week is. And the best one gets a prize. And I said this yesterday. If you're not listening, I mean, we'd prefer you listen. But if you tweet in and you win, we'll message you and let you know. So get your tweets in early and then possibly win a prize when you're not even you know thinking about it. You might just have that happen. I already nominate myself. For Tool of the Week? Yeah. Why? I, I don't know. I just... Feel like you're very a, down on yourself. Just feel like a bad guy. You're so. Week. In fact, you're so down on know. yourself. We have to give you. So in the four o'clock hour, this is the other thing that's happening. Yeah, I Timmy, sucked at that. Timmy it's has been, been mad. Week. He's been kicking himself um, about the game show that we did on Tuesday. 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 It's Friday now. Yeah. Yeah. You've been really down about well, I got this. Co- well, finally, a listener had the the right stuff to call me out on it oh, yesterday. Until, yeah. How would you bad rather, that game show sucked. Would you rather he did? But I didn't think it sucked that bad. I thought I sucked because I was stupid. Yeah, but it wasn't for you. It was too... <laughs> but it it was too sportsy. It was, <laughs> that's a, wasn't, that's wasn't a bad for sign. you. No, it definitely wasn't. But also, it's a bad sign that your sports radio host can't answer simple sports yeah. questions. Well, I, I tried to keep some semblance of sports in this next one. Okay, so you wanted, you wanted a shot a at sport. redemption. You wanted a new game. Yeah. You wanted to do another contest. So at four in four, uh, around 4.15 or so, we'll do that. And you'll get a chance at redemption. Even though I don't think you need it because you did I do, fine. But you're going to like it. I think I've got it to where the listeners will enjoy it too because I've sort of done like a potpourri of... It's a quiz that could be about cars that you drive on the road. You know, oh. like, where is where was this car brand originally from? I might ask you about a famous race car driver. I might mm. ask you about a famous race team. Wow. So you're just tailoring, ten, just ten this, questions. tailoring yeah. this up my alley. All Multiple right. choice. It's right up your alley. You'll enjoy it. Even if you get them wrong, you'll then be glad to know what they actually yes, are. I would. This will, so, so this will be educational. knowledge will All grow. Right. Well, we got that all to get to. We also tonight, I don't know if you know this, big rivalry game, Crew Stadium, L, sorry, Lower.com Field, let me get that right, the LDC, the site of what I think, Tim, is the season-making 
game. You play FC Cincinnati. They are the rival. They're yeah. in. They're they believe they're in state. We all know Cincinnati is actually a part of Kentucky. It was annexed long ago. But here's the reality: FC Cincinnati comes up here. They are not a great team. The crew are playing like a terrible team right now. I don't know about this crew team making the playoffs. I obviously have a lot of doubts. If you've not listened or if you've not seen me on Twitter, I'm very down on this team right now because I'm not convinced they're headed in the right direction. But tonight, if they can go out and find a victory, then that gives me a sign that perhaps they figured something out and at least they've got the rivalry game in their back pocket to say, we did get that done this year. Now, Let's go on and build off of that. Maybe that can happen. But I'm telling you what, buddy, if they lose this one tonight, I don't know where they go from here because now you've then lost at the new stadium in the inaugural Hell is Real at the LDC because they played once down there this year and tied and the crew had to come back in that game to tie. And then it felt like a win at the time because they got down in it. And didn't Caleb Porter throw some incredible sauce oh he did at the, yes. at the folks at fc yes, he cincinnati did. He, he was like he man was, he was shushing must, the fans must suck to <laughs> yeah. tie this game right oh he did I mean, you he had laid it on beat thick. yeah he, he did, laid it he on did. thick That's he really one thing did that i liked out of him oh yeah not really the performance of this club lately but at least i could enjoy that post-game comment well that's so he had comments yesterday where he said hey we got to not let our emotions get into this because our emotions could take over and, and then we don't get done what we need to do right. on the field. Like it's those like, emotions in the post game. <laughs> emotion, Just like those. The, he is. And yeah. I'm telling you, as someone who's watched a lot of soccer in my life, I watch a lot of Major League Soccer. He may be the most emotional coach I've ever seen in Major League Soccer. I think he definitely is of the current crop of coaches. But it's very interesting that that's his message to his team. Hopefully they hear it and hopefully they can take it to heart because he's not wrong on that. They do have to keep their emotions in check. It's going to be a fired up atmosphere. I know there's going to be Cincinnati people there. Obviously, the Nordeck is going to be as loud as they've ever been. They're doing a blackout. So if you're going to the game, you haven't planned your outfit yet. You got to get leaving soon. Mm-hmm. Wear yeah. black. That's the goal. We're all wearing black tonight. So let's go. Let's get this Represent. done. Enjoy the great new facility. At least we have that, right? The team might be suffering a little bit, but you have an amazing spot in town. Don't lose sight of that. You saved the club. You got the stadium built. Yeah, that's good. I know but... I'm not trying to say it doesn't matter now that you have these things, so let's just be a crappy team. I'm just saying at least you have that. Let's fix this club. Let's enjoy the the physical things that we have. I get what I'm you're. Not, I'm, I'm, and, I get what you're saying. You're saying when I go home, my kids are like, Dad, I'm hungry. I'm like, Well, yeah, yesterday. What's the big deal? <laughs> no, <laughs> you just got you had no, food yesterday. What's, don't a, do that, what's but, all this? I'm hungry don't, stuff. Don't do that, aren't you glad? Hey, I, no, I have a kitchen. No, I built it. We've got a kitchen in our house, don't we? We fed you some food two weeks bad, ago. No, come on. No, don't give me that bad bone analogy <laughs> crap. That's not at that all what I was saying. And by the way, I'm not even on the positive side where if they win this game I'm I'm feeling warm and fuzzy no you, have, no, no, you look no. at the 538 projections at all they were 20% now to just make the playoffs Columbus oh. and they're down by the likes of FC Dallas 17% mm-hmm. Vancouver 17% Austin FC oh, 10% they're down there. Like well, I'll tell you what, if they lose tonight, the if they lose tonight, they'll be down by Austin. Like they will be almost oh, to yeah, the single yeah. digits. It's, they will it's be already you're not making uh, the playoffs. I that's mean bad. that's what you're dealing with. That and is, less than a one percent chance to win a cup again. Okay. And that sucks. So tonight, with all the drama with the you know, 
what's going to happen with Caleb Porter and all this other stuff. Look, here's what I know. Tonight, three points. Got to win. You got to get three points. Got to win. You have to. That's it. You're, you're so, right about that. All right. So there we go. Uh, and of course, you'll hear it all tonight. Coverage will start. At six. At six. At right six. after we no, get done, you'll yeah, hear no some Buckeye pregame. show because a special time. Yeah. High school football in 1460 with Matty A and Tyvis. Chris Dorn. Worthing, yep. Worthington schools. Yeah. Chris Dorn crew call right here on the fan. Yeah. That'll be good. I'm excited for it. Uh, by the way, yesterday, as you probably are aware, Reds got some help last night because the Padres didn't get the job done. So now the Reds have a two game advantage yeah. in the wild and they did their over job. them. Yes, they, won they did. They won, against they won the last crew. afternoon. That's right. So good stuff there from the Reds. I'm excited about that. Um, did you see this story about college football playoff expansion? Oh yeah, we're gonna we'll we'll talk about that, Mr. Gee. Yeah, because we thought college football playoff expansion was all done, and we're just ready we're to go. cruising right it's a matter into, of time. Yep, we're gonna have college football going to twelve teams. It's all but signed. All they have to do is have this stupid little meeting in the fall, and they'll all just rubber stamp it, and it's good. Then Gordon Gee entered the chat. We we will discuss what uh, the former OSU Prez had to say about this and why now the College of All Playoff expansion may be on life support. We'll get into that next. It's Man and Bone, Timmy Hall filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Traffic will be tied up along 70 eastbound at Miller Kelton with an accident right late is blocked. Your stop and go from the 71 east split about five or six minutes there. Tie up on 42 south of 161 to Union. It's an accident. Also, Cleveland Avenue at Schrock Road working around an accident with injuries there. This traffic report sponsored by Root Insurance. Root Insurance gives good drivers the celebration they deserve. Not with balloons or confetti, but with savings. Root bases rates primarily on how you actually drive, so good drivers can save hundreds. Start celebrating today at joinroot.com. Not available in all states. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details. I'm Scott Bradley for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Highly medicated, barely educated. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday. Happy Hell is Real Friday. All the action coming up right after we get off the air. 6 p.m. Crew and FC Cincinnati, a.k.a. Kentucky FC. Live right here on The Fan with Chris Dorn on the call. So, Timmy Hall is in for Common Man today. Uh, The West Virginia Mountaineers... Not exactly a big player in the college football playoff landscape. We haven't seen a lot no, of not at all. Mountaineer appearances in the playoffs or the BCS title game or anything like that. They're but also in the, the Big 12, they which are. is now back to being the Big 8 soon. Yes. And, and then, maybe being the Big Nothing. M- m- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, or, or big adding, zero. we don't know. It's yeah. weird. Who knows? But uh, former OSU president Gordon Gee is there. He's the president now at West Virginia. And he is on the committee for the college football playoff expansion. So he has a role on the board of managers. They are set to meet in September, late next month, to discuss the expansion of college football's playoff system to 12 teams. And the 11 presidents and chancellors who serve on that board, they're the ones who decide whether or not they're going to go forward with this or not. There's also a provision there that everyone on that board has to be 100% unanimous for this to occur. So, Gordon Gee told the student newspaper at West Virginia, which what a get for them. Good scoop, right? Yeah. Yeah. He said he changed his mind about supporting the plan, giving the increasing uncertainty across the collegiate landscape after Texas and Oklahoma said, we're going to the SEC. He now says this, quote, 
I think expansion is on life support. I have one of the votes, and I think it needs to be unanimous, and I'm not voting for it. I think the Big Ten will not vote for it, and the Pac-12 will probably not vote for it either. It's one of those ideas that I think was very good when there was stability. When there's instability, the idea becomes less appropriate. So ESPN did confirm this, that yes, they, they have yeah. to be unanimous. It's got to be unanimous or else they're not going to move forward. But Bone, it's a good story for today. It's a good headline. Like, good job by that student newspaper. Right. This is one of the 11 guys. So you've got an important individual, right? Someone that's got to vote if Guy stays in that position. Mm-hmm. He's got to be one of the dudes that says, yes, like let's do it. But, and he makes a decent point, too. There is uncertainty with teams moving around. If you're going to make rules with your college football playoff structure, you've got to know when the dust settles what the conferences actually look like. If you're going to say this conference champ, that conference champ. So if things are going to change, I can understand. But all of this to me is not voting on it now, today. Oh, of August course August 27th. It's, it's stalling it Maybe for sure. Maybe January 31st, 2022. We get some more news about this. We may even go later than that, but whatever. Pick a date somewhere in the future. This is still going to expand. Of uh, Yes, Absolutely. I agree with you. But here's here's why this is important, I think, because there's, there's two thoughts here. Number one is it probably will expand, but Gordon Gee is basically saying we need everything to get settled and we need to know what everything is. And we don't like what Greg Sankey did and and all of that. So we're going to wait until we get... This is just pushing things back and making Texas and Oklahoma a little uncomfortable. Because I'm sure they know, yeah, eventually it'll expand. But they joined the SEC with the idea that there's going to be 12 teams getting in every year. And even if you do have two or three losses in the SEC, 12 teams, that should allow you to get in if you're Oklahoma. I, I would I would say Texas, but they're not at yeah, anything Texas, right now. not yet. You would hope down the line you could start making some of those. But yeah, you're right. Puts a little heat on it, makes you sweat a little bit. Other than that, I mean, you don't really believe that we're going to have to wait another decade or so. Well, I don't think that. But here's what I do think. This is the other thing I was saying, because there's two reasons why I think this is important. The other one is Gordon Gee is in college sports. I'm not saying he's always the best on camera, right? Of course, he's the one who famously said with Trestle, I hope he just, I hope the coach doesn't right. fire me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that didn't, that didn't play so Hi, well. Hi, guys. Huh? He's also famously talking about Ohio State tying with Michigan being one of the biggest wins in program history. Oh, he's got a, a book of things that he yes, said. Yes, he has. But you yeah. know what else? You know what else he's really good at? Reading the room when it comes to the polit- the political things that go on behind the scenes in college football. You don't end up, as president of Brown, you don't end up as a president at Ohio State a couple times. You don't end up now at West Virginia. Like these are all huge schools. You don't stay in this a long time if you're not good at reading what the mood is. And I guarantee you, Gordon Gee is a guy who has made his own thoughts known and sometimes will step out. But he's a guy also who will look at what's going on with the Big Ten. He will look at what's going on with some of these other conferences. And I'm quite sure there are a bunch of everybody else in the Big 12, including him are not happy with Texas and Oklahoma. So he's looking at this and saying, it's not just going to be me out here. I'm not Gordon Gee is not going to be the only one stopping college football playoff expansion. If the Big Ten wanted it and the Pac-12 wanted it, Gordon Gee is not going to be the one guy doing that. The fact that he is saying this very publicly shows me that, like he said, for sure the Big Ten's not going on with it. That's what I think part of that alliance stuff was, was just to say, we're not doing this college football playoff expansion right now. We want to know what this looks like and sorry sec you don't get to just drive this 
I think the Big 12s or the Big 12s. I know Bob Bolsby was on that committee for the uh, you know expanding of the college football playoffs. I want to say that the AD for uh, for West Virginia was also on that committee that was like, yeah, let's go ahead and do this, along with Greg Sankey. So for Gordon Gee to come out yeah, and kind of go up against his AD. To, we looked at those names a few days ago. It's and right. Now, it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of telling that he's he's reading what the room is, and the room is not yet. We're not doing this until we know what's going on with all these other conferences and who's where. So this is a big press the brake pedal and wait for a few minutes that's what they're doing right now. How long they wait, that's a whole other question. I almost wonder if, you know, you talk about politics, right? And we could do some lobbying for Gordon Gee, some vote swaying, yeah, you know, let's right. uh, change the vote. Let's what would it what would it take here, Gordon? Or it could even get to a point where West Virginia and their athletics department might be on the outside looking in of this whole college athletics party. Yes. If they're not going to be on the right side where everybody else, if 90% of the big programs want this expansion, they're going to get that expansion. And West Virginia is going to either have their option to join the party or be on the outside. Which one do you think they're going to choose? Yeah, they're going to buckle and say, "Ah, you know what? That'd be be good to be involved in the party. If whether we are, whether the big 12 sticks around or not, we're in some kind of league even if it's one of those, we could be the highest-ranked non-power conference team. We still would have our shot, and we're still making as much money as we can doing yeah. it this way. That's yeah. what it's going to be about. I, I, Come on, right? We know it's about money. We know all that is what drives a lot of college football. All I'm saying is, the money is going to be there whenever they want to do this. And and we all thought it kind of happened pretty quickly after all this time dragging their feet. Suddenly, everyone was on board. Because they didn't realize what the SEC was trying to do. Right now that that plan's been laid bare, now all these other conferences are going. No, we're not rushing and jumping and doing all this stuff just to make Greg Sankey happy. Sorry, you have to keep all of us happy too. And we are going to now say, let's look into this. Let's figure it out. We're making your life miserable because you tried to pull a fast one. So for all who say Greg Sankey, this great strategist, well, pump the brakes because. Clearly, he did not see this coming. Otherwise, I don't think this would have gone quite the way. He would have tried to get more consensus before they went through with this. So yeah. he didn't play this as well as he thought he did. Uh, Saturday Showcase is coming up next because we have some college football tomorrow. We'll tell you about those games next. It's Man and Bone with Timmy Hall filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Traffic is tied up on Cleveland Avenue at Schrock Road. It's an injury accident there. Also, 42 tied up at Union just south of 161. Injury accident there causing traffic to be stop and go. 70 eastbound at Miller Kelton. Accident off on the right berm now, but traffic's still slow from the 71 east split for about two or three minutes. 71 southbound after 56 at Madison. Working on an accident there as well. This traffic report sponsored by Raising Canes. Raising Canes is celebrating 25 years. That means 25 years of serving over 2.5 billion cooked order chicken and finger meals in 25 years of serving their community. Raising Cane's 25 years, one love. I'm Scott Bradley for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Did you feel that? It's your radio getting fatter. Getting fatter. Chubby time! This is Common Man and T-Bone. Lots to get to today. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man on a football Friday, I guess. We're there. We got football (laughs) coming up this weekend. Right. We'll talk about that in a second. Also, don't forget, Degenerate T-Bone coming up, 4 o'clock hour. Tool of the week in the 5 o'clock hour. You can tweet us your tools now. 
at man and bone nine seven one. Timmy all filling in again for common man today. But uh, yeah, I also forgot. I don't know if you knew this, Tim. Today is the 30th anniversary of the release of Pearl Jam's 10. The seminal album that, of course, I mean, if you've heard a song that you associate with Pearl Jam and you're not a big Pearl Jam fan, I know they have plenty of deep cuts and many other records and all these other things. I'm just saying, if you're not a huge Pearl Jam fan, and you think right, of like which I'm not even flow, but I know or that album, Jeremy, yeah, or yeah, any of the songs you think of in that vein, that's that's Pearl Jam, that's ten, that came out August twenty seventh, nineteen ninety one. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Yeah. And we were looking it up. Eddie Vedder is think about it, people, for a second. How old do you think Eddie Vedder might be if they've been well, killing I mean, it like this be for in thirty his years? Fifties, right? He is. I would say only. I would use the word only. He's only fifty six. Right, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Given you put a, a seminal years rock album this out, big album came yeah, out, which album. still stands up today. I certainly had the jewel case, the actual CD of that one. I'm mm. sure you oh, did yeah. too, yep, right? Yep. What was it? What were they called? Columbia House, the oh, service, the, <laughs> the mail service, where <laughs> yeah, I want to. You would overpay are, for a couple to then score that. 10 CDs for 10 bucks deal. I try not came to do this a ton right? to Bodie and evil bald Colin and some of our younger guys that work here, but Bodie, I need you to know. I need, Bodie is one of our younger guys. He's our producer here. Have you ever heard of Columbia house CD club? Like, do you know what that is? Not a clue. No, okay. he yeah, wouldn't. This is, and that's okay. It's okay. Believe yeah. it or not, Bodie, they would send you a le- an envelope in the mail. You'd open it up and it would have all these little stamps on it with covers of albums, stamps, or or movies, or anything like that. That was, you know, just big albums, big movies, like whatever. They're all on DVD or they're all on CD or, you know, VHS back before that. And then you would, they would tell you, pay 12 cents and get 12 CDs. And you're like, that's a hell of a deal. And then you read the fine print and they're like, then you have to buy seven more CDs at $34.99 a CD. And then it would all even out to where you just paid the same as going to the store. But like, yeah, like I, I mean, a lot of people would try to do the they twelve get free ones. right to your house. They ship it right to your house, it's like Amazon before Amazon. I remember filling out and putting the little stamps on that card, and like I'm going to do this. It was it was exciting. And I took I, it to my parents when I first because we I got it oh, when I was a man. kid. I took it to my parents was like, look, twelve CDs, twelve cents. And they're like, that's not how that works. And they showed me the little part where it says like it also costs a bunch more money after this. And so I never did it. So my my dad, I don't know about your house growing up. I know Common Man is very into his his stereo setup yes. at home. Yes. Everything's sort of just going Bluetooth now. You know, they're wired. If you live in a nice, fancy bone five level split house, you've got the speakers <laughs> in the ceiling and everything and it's Bluetoothed. But my dad actually had his tower speakers that he purchased when he was still at Purdue, when oh, he was wow. a college student. Wow. And these are probably two by fours, maybe. I mean, oh, these big, were big boys. Yeah. yeah, big towers. And mm-hmm. we had like the this end up furniture, that sturdy wooden furniture that was like the box stuff. And he had his vinyls all lining mm. the this end up like boxes that were kind of open. So you can kind of, you know, sift through them and see them easily. And we he always had like the, you know, the Yamaha, you know, uh, what's the, the receiver, right? Yeah, yeah, With yeah. the surround sound and everything. Turntable and all I'll that stuff. I'll never forget when like one of those first Columbia House deals came in. And it was in the mid '90s. You know how big of a Dave fan I am. They have Matthews, become you love him. Yeah, that first you know major album that they put out under the table and dreaming mm-hmm. that had ants marching on it and satellite and all that stuff. What would you say? I'll never forget like hearing that for the first time, and I was just in- instantly a fan. I, yeah. I couldn't believe it. It was like ten notes 
came out of that speaker system and I was like, who's this? And I love it. How old I could I I would I don't think I was single digit age at that point. Yeah, probably. 92, right. 93-ish, maybe. I was maybe yeah. nine. I'm like, oh, these guys. And he had taken me to a concert before that crash album came out in like ninety five or right after it came out and they were playing yeah. all the songs from that second. Well, and one. we got we got the Christian music version of that thing too. So I would also be like, ooh, Sandy Patty, let's How throw is- Stephen Curtis Chapman on there. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, let's I get was like Christian version of Under no, the Table. No, 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 Dreaming? no, 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 no. <laughs> Columbia House. We get the Christian music Columbia House. Crashing to be me all... was not going to fly in like, Bones Let me tell house. you right now, the... Point of Grace, okay, they still yeah. slap. They're really good. Good. They were good. great. You should check them out. All right, let's do it. Let's hit the Saturday showcase. Common Man and T-Bone present Saturday Showcase. Sponsored by Roosters. A fun casual joint. And the official wing sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. All right, so the season, week zero, officially kicks off tomorrow. And the first game of the season for college football fanatics, at least the first one of, like, note. I'm sure there's been other ones that we didn't pay attention to. But But the 1 o'clock game tomorrow. 1 o'clock on Fox. You've got a Big Ten matchup between Nebraska traveling to Champaign, Illinois to take on the Illini. Illinois is going to be ready to go for this game. Brett Bielema is going to be ready for this game. That's the the coaching matchup is the big thing here. Scott Frost and quarterback matchup or anything like that. But Brandon Peters, interesting story for Big Ten quarterbacks, right, for Illinois. I think he was even on the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm watch list. So they like like what he could be. And Adrian Martinez has been Nebraska forever. He's never been better, though, than what he was as a true freshman. That's right. I believe. Best season, then he's just gotten worse and worse and worse. Yeah, so they've got to they've got to actually get Adrian Martinez going this year and see what he can do. Illinois has, of course, new coaches everywhere. They have a new defensive coordinator, Ryan Walters, who switched them from a four three to a three four. Mm. So we'll find out. I tend to think that Nebraska is not like on paper. You would think Nebraska should be a lot better. They've had their dream coach they brought in. He should have built this thing up by now. But the reality is they're not that good. And Illinois, while they are still a building project, it's not like they're terrible. And Brad Bielema, I'm sure, is going to have those guys fired up. So who wins this one? I can't believe I'm going to say this. I think Brad Bielema is a better coach than Scott Frost. I think he definitely is. I don't know if he wins this game, but I think it's going to be close. Uh, Let's say Nebraska wins by less than a touchdown. You talk pressure points and the fact that you're getting those points for Illinois. Pressure points are all on Scott Frost. Mm-hmm. All That's right. on Scott Frost. I'm 100%. with you. I'm with you there, T Bone. You imagine they lose this game, start the season, Sweat lose to Illinois. Boring. It's like it's like uh oh, yeah. the pilot in the movie Airplane. <laughs> That's right. Can't forget what my guy's name is, even though I love that movie. Just oh <laughs> Roger. my god. Roger. Roger. Roger, Roger, Roger. What's your Hold vector, the mayo. Victor? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So there you go. Nebraska, Illinois, one o'clock on striker. Fox. That's it. That's right. Striker. Striker. Uh, UConn and Fresno State at two o'clock on CBS Sports Network. That's out at Bulldog Stadium in Fresno, California. Boy, UConn football. Well, hey, man, UConn they start off football. They're terrible. Wow. They're terrible. But you know what they get to do? They start off flying cross country to go out to Fresno. Yeah. And, and Fresno's play a game. pretty good. Pretty yeah, good they team. Are. I don't think they're going to. I don't think uh, UConn's going to fare well. In no, this game. no. They're, it's just a question of will they cover the spread or won't they? I mean, it's like a 30 point line, 27 and a half to be precise. So precise or precise? Precise. precise. Yeah, That's pre- what it is. Precise. That's what they say. That's Twenty-seven the and a half. Uh, easy win for Fresno State. Uh, Three thirty in the Rose Bowl. UCLA hosts Hawaii. That is on ESPN. So it, it, you start off with two traditional powers that are not any good anymore: Nebraska, Illinois, 
If you wanted to, you could flip over and check out UConn and Fresno State. But then at 3.30, if that Nebraska-Illinois game's no good, you head right over to UCLA-Hawaii and you get to see the Rose Bowl in August. That's pretty good. You get to start off your college football viewing this season with a visit to the Rose Bowl. I don't hate that. And I don't hate the fact that UCLA, I think, is probably going to be able to win this game. I yeah. would think fairly handily. But. They, they have to. And here's an ugly stat. By the way, you can catch this game on the fan. Oh, nice. So late on Saturday... We got to give you some week zero action. You're going to get to catch UCLA and your guy Chip Kelly, who is a a mentor for Ryan Day, who's here at Ohio yep. State. Yep. The Bruins are zero and six in non conference games under Chip. Well, I don't think they have They, they got to. They're going to get. That. They they've wow. got their chance to get to one and six here. I I'd have to go back and look at every one of those games. By the How way, can they be zero and six? You can't tell me they've just I, played powerhouse non-conference teams in all of them, in all of those because schools don't set up their schedule that way. If Mike were here, he would call BS on this, but I promise you this is true. UCLA because they always on ESPN they show you like what the tickets are going for on StubHub or whatever ticket app. Oh yeah, yeah. What tickets? The scoreboard tickets say? as low as for UCLA Hawaii. Let four, me get fourteen dollars okay. to go to the Rose Bowl, dude. If, oh you my li- God. if you are listening to us and you live anywhere near Los Angeles and you're a college football fan, there you go. why are you not going to this? There you go. Just get out there and go watch UCLA put on those beautiful uniforms in the Rose Bowl. No one's going to be there. Just go watch the game and enjoy yourself. It's it should pro- be fun. It's probably one of the only road settings that the Hawaii football team can get off the plane and drive to and like look out to the west and say, yeah, this is all right. <laughs> yeah. It's not It's not as nice as where we're, we yeah, usually are, but this is okay. Right. It's pretty decent. It's uh, a view. We've got the ocean here. Okay. After that game, you can take a quick dinner break, and then UTEP and New Mexico State at 930, and then at 10 o'clock, you have Southern Utah taking on San Jose State. We're not going to pretend like we know much right, about yeah. Yeah, teams, but the point big, is, big stuff there. you could theoretically ingest college football from noon to midnight tomorrow with a little dinner break built in for you. So I think that's pretty good. Uh, we will take a break. When we come back, got some news for you on a basketball legend who's come to the defense of LeBron James. Details on that next. It's Man and Bone on the fin. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Traffic is tied up along 670 westbound after 3rd, 4th Street. Working around an accident. Three left lanes are blocked. Several minutes of delay time. It's an injury accident involving a motorcycle, so it might be there for a bit. Cleveland Avenue at Trock Road. Working around an accident. Also 71 south after 56 in Madison. An accident there. Problem on 42 just south of 161. It's an injury accident in that spot as well. This traffic reporting is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Good news, Ohio. Safe Auto offers state minimum car insurance for less than six cents per day. Safe Auto is available 24-7 to help you save. Get a quote in less than three minutes at safeauto.com or 1-800-SAFE-AUTO. Play it safe. Safe Auto. I'm Scott Bradley for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man and Bone. Welcome in. Hope you're having a great Friday. Hell is real Friday. The crew taking on Kentucky FC a.k.a. FC Cincinnati, coming up tonight on The Fan. Coverage starts at 6, 6.30, the game. I will be there at Lower.com Field. I can't wait to get back and watch another game. But, obviously, they've been struggling, so hopefully they can get it done tonight. Can't have them lose this game to the rival. No. Cannot no, happen. It can't. You're, you said it. It's three points or... Nailed or I, or I have to Or I have to go throw myself into that river. Yeah. And I just don't. Yeah. I don't even want to be in the banks of the Olentangy 
as Keith Jackson used to say. I don't, I don't, think the, do I don't even think the water temp's going to be comfortable today. <laughs> I don't think the water level <laughs> or the level. Gonna, yeah, <laughs> they're thrown into the old dingy puddle that you they have down bobbing. there. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Wading into it. So Oscar Robertson, legendary basketball player. The uh, I mean, the the guy who was Mister Triple Double for you know all of pretty much my growing up as far as that's who I always heard of when we talked about triple doubles. It was like, well, like the big O Oscar Robertson, he, he was the only guy that had ever averaged a triple double for the entire season. And then that was you know, it. Yeah. Now like, you've got, we re- wished we could have been alive when he yes. was in his head. I didn't, I didn't you know, get to watch, I didn't get to watch him, but hearing about him. Yes. Like we could talk course. to Paul Keels about the big O like being oh, yeah. a Cincinnati, well, guy. Cincinnati guy. Of course. I'm sure. He's a big, big O guy. Yeah. 26 um, points per game, eight rebounds per game, nine and a half assists per game. Those are career averages. Yeah. Career averages. Holds up pretty great. So, you know, similar player in some ways to like LeBron is not going to lead the league in scoring usually, but he's going to try to fill up the stat sheet and do a little of everything. So it comes as no surprise to me that Oscar Robertson would look at LeBron and at least a little bit jump to his defense. He was on the Knuckleheads podcast that's put out by the Players Tribune. Former NBA players Darius Miles and Quentin Richardson are on that. And they were talking about, you know, more or less Oscar Robertson started free agency, helped to start free agency when he was the president of the Players Association. Yeah, And so that was brought up in the context of it. Now you've got guys who jump around and play for different teams. They form super teams. Did you know that was happening when you started up with free agency? He said this, years ago, I never forgot when Boston got Kevin Garnett in the shooter, Ray Allen. That was David Stern's deal. The NBA allowed that. Everything was fine. People didn't say anything about it. But when LeBron went to Miami, oh man, how could he do this? And I I think that's a fair point that LeBron did take a lot of crap for that. Now, he took crap from me because I, as you know, someone who wanted to see the Cavs continue to do well, I did not want to see him leave, right? I I did not like the decision and all that stuff. Obviously, we know how it turned out. He came back. But at the time, I didn't like it because it was LeBron leaving Cleveland, not so much LeBron forming a super team. That, as he points out, is not the first time in league history that that's happened, and it won't be the last. Obviously, we've seen many other iterations of that since. Um, you know, I Oscar Robertson, of course, like he's he's a basketball legend. I'm not going to, not going to do whatever to his opinion on this mm. because... He's the big O. Sounds like you're going to disagree with him. No, That's what well, it sounds like. I'm just saying personally, and I don't know about you, like what your fandom is for just watching the league these days. I had a hard time tuning in to the NBA this season. I just did. It's gone are the days, and I realize you're never going to put the genie back into the bottle where guys just stay with teams for a length of time. It's very, very rare now where you will see stars just get on a team and actually stay on the team. And you almost, there's too much money in it where you can't even make any of these incentives where you've got the bird rights, you've got exclusions, or you've got options where you can pay more money to these players to stay with the team that they've already they've already been on. And guys don't even care because they just want to go and play in a city that they want to play on or have a better chance for a title. I just, I don't like it. I but don't that, like it as that a fan. Why, is that why you don't like the game? Because I guess what I'm asking is... It is were you a little watched, bit of why but, I don't like it. Would you watch like a few years ago, were you watching it when the Warriors were the Warriors? They, like Now they're kind of a shell of them, their former selves. Kevin Durant's left and 
all those other you well, know, was, pieces are not quite the same, and everybody's been hurt too. But well, I mean, I watch the finals because it's the finals, you know. Yeah, and I watch okay. I watch the NBA. But you're saying this is not just NBA not just this year. This is years in the making. But it's a long term type of deal for me with how much of a in my bones fan of the NBA am mm. I? And yeah. more than any of the professional sports, I mean, I, I mean, you're gonna you'll see this in every game now. I know that. I realize that. But it's certainly, I think we would all agree, the super teams, that is mainly an NBA thing. It's been popularized by that league. Guys just moving anywhere and everywhere to build up and get that chance at a title. Yeah. Well, and that's fair. I, I understand. And Kevin Durant. It. You know? But I, I guess, I don't disagree. Look, I can't tell you what you like. If you don't like it, you don't like it. But I didn't think this year was, was in interesting because we did see a bunch of teams do the build a super team thing the nets did it the lakers did it a few other teams tried to get into that side of things but none of those teams ended up being able to do it and get the job done and right? i also i also don't know that we didn't realize what the celtics had with those three guys sure that's fair <laughs> that's the other At thing the I, time, say, I don't think anybody i think was if we putting went, it together I, as being the first super team but it, it in right. essence kind of we looks like back, the start. we're like oh my god the celtics have kevin garnett ray allen and paul pierce give yeah. them the trophy well, know, i'm pretty well, sure and, like and, there are a lot <laughs> of us that were saying and thinking that when though that mega team was set up you're right might not have been the super team that was coined but when the one of the greatest players ever starts doing that labels and terms and things like that start to follow that's part of being the guy like lebron james yeah. is it's it's weird because you're right we look at the heat and go well they built that team to be a super team but we look at the spurs and go well they were just a team of guys who and it's like they had three hall of famers i mean or i don't know what you think of manu ginobili but certainly he's probably a hall of famer yeah i think, yeah. He, I think if he's not in yeah. already i think he should be but yeah tony parker tim duncan no doubt like that's we don't look at that same Admiral way because those were just built the normal way, not those guys all were superstars and then just jumped in and said, let's play with Greg Popovich. Yeah, no, that, I, I, think you definitely, I think you definitely look at those Spurs teams that way. Absolutely. Right, but, it's, but, they're still, but more they were super teams as well. We just didn't know it. There, the people who built those teams knew it. Right. The, the players may not have known it yes, right away. So, super yeah. teams built au natural is the difference. Not well, just going out and, and paying for the guys in the free agent market. Yeah, they that's brought, true. They, it was all homegrown talent. That's true. Uh, there is a uh, an interesting take on the Buckeyes. Are they perhaps overrated when it comes to the football team this year? At least one national college football writer thinks so. We'll talk about that next. It's Man and Bone with Timmy Hall filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. The Columbus area roadways are pretty messy this afternoon. Big tie-up on 670 westbound between 71 and Neal Avenue. That is completely shut down there because of an accident involving a motorcycle. All lanes are blocked. That's a no-go. Also, the eastbound side of 670 and Neal Avenue affected. Police are blocking the left berm because of that motorcycle crash on the westbound side. So avoid that, too. You can get by that, but it's going to be pretty slow. Also, a big tie-up on the north outer belt westbound before 161. It's an accident. Right lane is blocked in that spot. This traffic report sponsored by Root Insurance. Root insurance gives good drivers the celebration they deserve not with balloons or confetti but with savings root basis rates primarily on how you actually drive so good drivers can save hundreds start celebrating today at joinroot.com not available in all states disclaimers may apply see joinroot.com for details i'm scott bradley for 97.1 the fan traffic just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh yes this this is common man and t-bone 
Happy Friday to you. Happy Hell is Real Friday. Crew taking on FC Cincinnati, a.k.a. Kentucky FC. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man on the Yo, fan. I got to tell you, man, too. I think I would rather, because my day started out where I was, I went on in Atlanta. There's a college football-centric sports talk show that does sort of like a regional thing yeah. down there. And they had me on from time to time. And I agreed to go on at 12.15 today. Oh, so you were like and the was, celebrity guest for them? Like a celebrity guest. Wow, exactly. must be nice. Yeah, I, I know. Like, oh, do you get those calls? I don't get those calls. No. Man. They're the last one. Used to, go on and, used to get to go on in Louisville a little bit. Mm, yeah, and that's right. the guy took a job back in Kansas City where I used to work. Mm. He hadn't been calling anymore. Mm. I guess they don't need the, the Ohio... Too big. They don't need the Ohio State talk <laughs> in Kansas City. Kansas at, City uh, was like, I don't need you anymore. WHB 810 out there. Can you there. talk Royals? Maybe some uh, yeah. some Whit Merrifield? Whit? Maybe maybe it's because he knows I used to work at the competitor out there uh, at that's, Yeah, that's got to be it. It's got to be the reason, that's right? Reason. <laughs> but so no, I, I, I agreed to go on and then I asked... I asked the guy there who we've become like Twitter friends and whatnot. And I say, you know, just send me the number because the cell phone when I'm in the house, it was always, always breaking up. I was going to be at work. So just give me the number Mm -hmm. and I'll call you from a nice, you know, landline here. Right. And wouldn't you know it sometime after we texted this morning, I lost the old cell phone. Lost it. Lost it, misplaced, but I'm talking, pulling my hair out, stressed out about this. And then I finally reached the point where I'm on the update desk today and I have to leave without it. I just have to go to work without you it go for the time being. It, you didn't know where it was. And so you have what that a sickening like, feeling uh, like, that is. Yeah. I knew I had it this morning. Like I didn't get in the car and go out for coffee and donuts and forget about it. Did I? Like I didn't, yeah, like, I didn't take a walk, walk back or like lose day. it. And it's so dumb. It's the second time I've misplaced this phone at the same spot. Sometimes, even though I'll bring the work laptop home to do stuff where we're kind of dialed in, I've got a desktop that just yeah. is in the office the, down in the basement. Must be nice, right? In the office. <laughs> That's yeah. Right. It is. Sometimes I like to just surf the net and do some show prep, reading stories on that PC. And next to it is a little uh, hutch where we have our file cabinet. It like matches the desk. It's like black wood. And so I'll put my black phone with the black case... For some reason, I set it upside down instead of and with just the phone up, in? and it just, it's invisible when it's on this thing. <laughs> I was checking every single spot in the house. I you mean, everywhere, up in the bedroom. You know when you do the whole house walk, mm-hmm. and you check all your normal spots, oh, it should be on the ottoman by the sofa, right? It should be on a sofa cushion. It should be by that table by the front door, on the kitchen counters, in right. the car somewhere, on the workbench, in the garage, where we set stuff before we go to the car. It's nowhere! And so I you have to... You're going crazy yeah, looking for it. I have to, like, get on Twitter, like, as the interview's about to start... To get the call-in number from this guy. Like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm behind. I have no idea where my phone is, so you I don't just, have the number anymore. You just anymore. had a hell of a day, just didn't frazzled you? today. Yeah. Frazzled. All right. Well, you found the phone, obviously. You, you got Got back the here. phone, and then I didn't have my key card, so at least I had a <laughs> yeah. phone to call you so you could let me in the door. Uh, yeah. That's, there's also no good way right. here if you're, if you're out and Man. trying to get in. There's no way to really get in. There's a buzzer, but I don't know where it goes to. It goes to. Sti- I didn't want to push. I didn't want it to be that to guy. goes to Sticker Brad, who's like, "Oh, I guess you're, guess you're locked out, huh? <laughs> guess you're gonna need me to come down there." You push that button. How's and your spider you, bite you doing? You push that button, and stupid Brad just says, <laughs> "Hey, how's it going?" <laughs> That's right. 
Oh, yeah. How's the spider bites? How's, yeah. <laughs> so what'd you get, two of them or three of them? Yeah, yeah. That's you know, it. if you got three, you probably want to get that checked out. Brad is a great conversationalist. That's what we're saying. He's <laughs> like, tremendous at it, and oh, he should man. do it more. Uh, all right, so let's talk about what is going on with Bruce Feldman, who went on the Ryan Rosillo podcast Good What's for he Ryan. doing now? Good for Ryan Russillo? Walking into people's Is he falling asleep drunk in random <laughs> cabanas all on vacation? I don't That's know. That's what he did, right? Yeah. He just, yeah, he walked in. Fell asleep. I, did he... Naked was there too, a naked, right? There's a naked component. I think, to that. Naked. I think there was a naked component. I believe that's I think right. It was like oh, you know, like Owen Wilson and you, me, and Dupree just to sleep <laughs> on the sofa with the butt just hanging off the couch, <laughs> right. just like that. That's right. It's good that that's the one that stuck in your memory from you, me, and Dupree. I think that's a, the seminal scene. I agree <laughs> right, with you. Right? Yeah. Anyway, everyone loves that yeah. movie. Uh, Bruce Feldman was talking about the Buckeyes when he said this. He said, the defense, I don't know if they're going to be that good. I think people forget when Halfley got hired there by Ryan Day, it was a great hire. He made profound impacts on that team defensively. I'm not sure how much different they're going to be on defense. That's an interesting one for me. Uh, he, he went on about Oklahoma's defense, which, by the way, Alex Grinch, who was here, not great when he was here, went to Oklahoma, and their defense is improved. Improving, but, but what does that mean? they were god-awful before. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if that's the same thing as... But whatever. And I know we're not ones to talk based on what our secondary was Secondary's last been year. Bad. That been was bad. bad but yeah. they also still made the national championship with that yeah. bad secondary. So that tells you about some of the other components of this Ohio State team. And the second, the secondary is guaranteed to be way, way better yeah. this so, season. To sum up his comments, he basically goes in to say, defensive line good, linebackers could be shaky, and who knows about the secondary. Then he said, if C.J. Stroud is not Justin Fields, do you end up in a lot of shootouts and then maybe lose a couple because C.J. Stroud is good but not great? And he said, I could see this team being a 10-2 and two team and not that's still really good, not a playoff team. And he said, this is the quote that's been getting the run. I don't know if they're that much better than Iowa, to be honest. Ooh. little TBH <laughs> on the end of that. Now, that is some fuel. Now, if I'm I, Ohio State, I would like to point out, and I think this point was made well. I saw this on Eleven Warriors Day. Kevin Harris made this point where he said, "The old Scully, we're 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 pretty much like in a good spot when I hear ten and two, and we'll probably win the Big Ten, but may not win in the playoffs." And that's like, oh my god, how dare you, right? Like that's yeah, that's, because that, that was, shows that you was how my good reaction this is. ten seconds ago. When you say that you're on Iowa's level, you're like, what? Ugh, get get out of my face. Who wants yeah. to be that? And Yuck. that's th- that's not uh that's not happening for the Hawkeyes, I don't think. I don't think they're don't gonna think be that, that good. level. No, good. but but here's no. here's where I go back to with the Ohio State thing. I don't think his criticism is completely off base from this sense. I do think the defense will have question marks. I do think those need to be answered, and we need to really see improvement from it because they kind of just looked at the defensive coaching staff and said, "All right, let's let's figure this out. Let's get it right. We got to get it right yeah, this Kerry time." Yeah, Combs, we're still looking at you. Yeah. We need you, man. We so, got to be better. And he's an excellent recruiter, but we do have to find out what this team can do X's and O's. You know, as as these offenses get more and more complicated, you know, how is this defense going to respond? Right, and they're going complicated too. Yeah, of course they are. It, it appears with guys like Craig Young, guys like Ronnie Hickman being put in at this bolt position where you're going yeah. to see a little bit more of that 4-2-5 type of alignment mm-hmm. where you need, look, it's it's real. Like what teams like Clemson and last year's Alabama, last year's Alabama, 
just scared that should have scared the daylights out of you with what these offensive weapons can do. Mm-hmm. And when you even have a guy like Sean Wade, an athlete like Sean Wade, and if he's going to get roasted a couple of times, what do you do? You've got to have more guys that are multi-talented out yeah. there. Yeah, and it's and it's not great, right? So the the hope is that some of the guys who are stepping into these roles are going to be improved. But his point about C.J. Stroud, I think, is also kind of weird. Because Bodie and I were talking about this before the show, and, and we both kind of agreed on this, that, yeah, Justin Fields was a dynamic player who it's it's he's not a product of a system, right? Ryan Day has a great system and a great offense and all that, but it, Justin Fields is a special talent. If you think C.J. Stroud is maybe not as good as Justin Fields, what does that look like? I still think that looks like a really good offense. I don't think it's a bad offense at all. And I, by the way, I don't subscribe to that theory. I think CJ Stroud is also going to be really, really good. Yeah, I Ohio think State tends to get really, really good guys. But I, I do too. If you're Feldman saying, "Well, he's not as good as Justin Fields," I don't think. Let's say that's true for a second. Does that mean? I mean, at what would that look like? Would that look like he gets benched and then? You know, we go another direction. And then you got to go Kyle McCord right, for a little like, bit maybe. and try him. But I'm saying if that happened and they're like, wow, this is so out of whack and not good. And we maybe you lose a game even. You lose a game. He throws three picks. You happen to have a five-star freshman who can come in. And, you know, a lot of people think he might have been the guy who should have had the job. Now, obviously, Ryan Day didn't. And that's okay. I'm not second-guessing that. But the point here is... I don't think they're going to lose three games and then be like, well, that's, this did not work. I guess it's time for Kyle McCord. Like, I, I can't imagine that. This is such a competitive position for this team. If they get to a point where it looks really bad and they're starting to look iffy and they might even lose a game because of it early in the season, I think they make that change quick. I don't expect it to happen. I'm just saying I don't see a scenario where they lose three games and go, all right, I guess now we'll do something. I also agree with you where his points about the defense – like this, this is not one of these takes where I'm going to remember Bruce Feldman for two years and and dislike him because of this, like being on Ohio right. State side of things. It's okay that not everybody just anoints you. Those are valid, like with the linebackers and the secondary. We just know here in Columbus about the guys that we have ready to step in yeah. into those positions. As far as C.J. Stroud goes, I'm more convinced that he is... If you give him these two years, maybe he can look a little bit like Justin Fields when he was leaving. True. And right. like he I, could be that yes, level of, course. of a talent. It's not going to be him. If it would be anything, it's those first couple things that Feldman was pointing to, not C.J. Stroud in my opinion. Well, and then that's the other point here is he was saying, even if your defense is bad, if he plays like Justin Fields, Justin Fields can get you into a lot of wins, even if your defense is bad. So... If Kyle McCord, or Kyle, sorry, not Kyle McCord, if, if CJ Stroud's that guy, yeah. then I tend to think Buckeyes will still be all right as the defense comes along. You basically need the defense for about three or four games this year, like to to be at an elite level. That's what yeah, you, you, you need them at the end of the year to be rounding into form, and that's fine. As long as they do that, that's what we need. around 20 points in some of these big yes, games, yes, right? Absolutely Have that like right. 20 point plateau and say, mm-hmm. try to limit that opposition to about that number and then let this ridiculously talented offense go out there and do their thing so they can win it for you. Yeah. Um, coming up next, Timmy Hall wants some redemption. He did not like the game show we did earlier this week, Here so we he go. wants to do a new game yeah. show. We'll We'll humor Timmy and let him get some redemption next. It's Man and Bone with T- uh, with T- God with t- with Timmy Tim Tebow. 
Fan traffic from the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. It's pretty messy on Columbus area roadways. A closure in one spot, 670 westbound between 71 and Neal Avenue, completely shut down because of an accident involving a motorcycle. Also, the on-ramps from northbound and southbound 71 are closed at 670 because of that motorcycle accident. 670 eastbound also affected at Neal Avenue. Police are blocking the left berm because of the motorcycle accident on the other side. Problem on the north outer belt west before 33. It's an accident. This traffic report sponsored by Mighty Key Car Care Centers. Is your car as road trip ready as you are? Stop by your independently owned and operated Meineke, your one-stop shop for total car care. Make an appointment today for your free road trip check at a participating location. See store for details. Engine, brakes, tires, oil, Meineke, doing car care right. I'm Scott Bradley for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Get in touch with your stupid. If worms had machine guns, then birds wouldn't be scared of them. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Welcome in. Hope your Friday is going well. Hell is real Friday here on The Fan. You've got the crew taking on FC Cincinnati, also known as Kentucky FC. Live coverage starting 6 p.m. from Lower.com Field. I'm going to take you down there tonight after work. That's right. I appreciate you doing that. I love it. I love driving, but I like taking someone for a drive. I never get to do it. You like to do that? I do. That's weird. Being in a car with a dude who you like? Well, I, I like that? that. You're talking about like a road trip or something, but this is just like five minutes away. It's just like I'm using... But I'm, I'm not like looking at that like, oh, what a pest, like what a nuisance. <laughs> I don't think we've... This we haven't like, been in a car together. It's true, we haven't for a while. Since we've gone to a movie like three years ago when we saw it might be longer San than Andreas. San Andreas came out a lot longer than that. <laughs> five years? Oh, it's been a while. I think The Rock was doing that a long time ago. Did you see that Rock one? Bodie, look up when San Andreas came out, because yeah. I'm curious. 2017, maybe? Um, yeah. Did you see the one with the uh, the sky, skyscraper? The one with the oh, skyscraper no. that's called <laughs> Skyscraper? I did not see it. He 2015. should just have movies called 2015. Earthquake, Tornado, San Skyscraper. San Andreas came out six years ago, Bodie. Wow. <laughs> right. That's six the last time ago. we went and saw a movie together. How long ago was that? It's crazy. I guess it's like you could say, we don't go to movies together. No, we don't. Well, you know, we're busy, kids and life much all that all right so pandemic yeah uh but crew game by the way six o'clock live coverage chris doran neil sika jordan angelis they're all going to be on the coverage this is an espn game so all the tv crew is also on the radio which i love to hear that's great um so yeah listen all that 6 30 is when the game starts right here on the fan now tim wants some redemption he did not like how the game show went this week on tuesday so you have crafted a new game show. Yeah, and I, we got to do it fine. again. We'll it's do Friday. it. All right. Let's have some fun. It's 4.30 on a Friday. So that's Come fine. Give me, uh, give me a little expectation here of what's going to happen. What are, what are we doing here? This is right up your alley, right? You are a racing guy. You're a gearhead. You love cars. So I'm going to refer to this as the gearhead quiz. Okay. It's going to be a little bit of racing, maybe some race teams, car brands. Here's the thing that people should know about me Multiple when it choice. comes to quizzes. My memory is shot. I don't know what happened because in school I used to be a good test taker, but now I apparently, I, I can't remember hardly anything. Well, so all right. we'll find out but how I do here's an example. Here. I was thinking about doing like a Ray Hall Letterman, what's the third name? Lanigan. There you go. Lanigan. Yeah, there's yeah. the memory. <laughs> and I was thinking about doing a question for them and I had known that they had a presence in Hilliard. Like yep. right off of 270, you could there. see a spot. I wasn't yeah. sure if that was still a thing. If they were in just Brownsville, Brownsburg, Indiana, right by It's Indy. in Indiana, yeah. I wasn't sure if they were just there. And you walked by the desk. You were. I wasn't even like talking loudly. You're like, oh yeah, it's Hilliard's there. Motorsports 
or sports car stuff. Sports yeah. car park. Indy or, car or stuff's out in Indy. Yeah. Warehouse. But they're see, moving it all out see, there. See, you're yeah. fine. So you're, right. you're okay, going to get all right, 80 out of 10. All right, let's start. My let's goal is 80% for you. Let's see what happens to me. Do we, I don't know. Bo, do you want to throw some music? You want to do a little game show music? Let's. Uh, I guess we'll do it like may the game well, show. Bodie. You may as well. You may as well. I'm going to start, though, while you're getting that going. All right, let's go ahead. Number one, okay? Honda was actually the first Japanese car company to manufacture a dedicated luxury brand of its own automobiles uh-huh. in yeah. 1986. Give me that brand name. There's Lexus. There's Acura. <laughs> yeah, that would be there's Acura. Jaguar. That Jaguar. Would be, that would be Acura. All right. Yes. So you're laughing right. at me that's, for it being too easy. That's very easy. Right, I well. live in Marysville. I drive by a million Acuras every day. <laughs> Everyone in our neighborhood has an Acura or a Honda. Well, yes, I, I right, wanted right, to test how stupid okay. you might right, really I got be one, at the beginning. I, did, I think I'm doing already better than the last one. All right, let's do it again. All right, number two. Famous NASCAR driver Jeff Gordon mm-hmm. was born and raised in a suburb of this American city. Charlotte, Chicago, Dallas, or Sacramento? Sacramento. Yes. Yeah. He's a California boy. for you, too. Yeah. California boy, but... Moved to Indiana Did, when yeah. he was in his teen years and raced a lot in Ohio in dirt track. He cars. was one of the youngest guys to get a certain type of license for racing. Yeah, he actually, yeah. he used to get kicked out of racetracks for being too young. Sure. He, he would sit on phone books when he was 14 years old and run so he would look tall enough and so the belts would actually fit him in the seat. He was from Solano go. County, southwest of Sacktown. He was racing quarter midgets at five. Yep. By age six, he won 35 main events. In 1979, he won 51 quarter oh, midget was, races. He was ridiculous. At eight yes. years old. Yeah. All right, you're two for two. Number three, NASCAR driver Kyle Larson. Mm-hmm. He's having a heck of a season. He is. He performs for Hendrick Motorsports. He is driving a car associated with this manufacturer Ford, Toyota, Chevrolet. That'll be that'll be a good old Chevrolet. Chevrolet. Yep. What is it? The number five. Number five. What? Hendrick. Uh, Hendrick. Oh, it's, Motorsports. Uh, yeah, it's a dot com. It's a, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's a it's a Chevy Camaro. In case you're wondering that HendrickMotorsports.com. That's yeah, Rick Hendrick's car dealership. Bonus. Yeah. Where's Hendrick located? Oh, the Charlotte. Team. They're, well, they're in Charlotte, North. More Technically, um, is it Mooresville? No. No. What is it? Warrenton. War- oh, I didn't know that. Warrington. Okay. I didn't know the little town name. I thought it was more... Okay, Charlotte well, area, but yeah, okay, right. that's fine, that's fine. JR Motorsports mm-hmm. is a professional stock car racing team that competes in the big circuits. They are yep. based in what North Carolina city? Shelby, mm-hmm. Gastonia, Mooresville, <laughs> or Charlotte? Is it Mooresville? Yeah, it and is. You know, you you know who, that was just coincidental. Do you, you know guess who that uh, one. JR Motorsports is owned by? Of course I do. Dale Earnhardt, JR. Yeah, Junior. Yeah, JR. Junior Motorsports. There you go. Also home of the North Carolina Auto Racing Hall of Fame. A must visit for gearheads going oh, down that way. There you go. Very cool. Just north of Charlotte on Interstate 77. Very cool. Number five. Getting to a good one here. Let's see. Studebaker, an American Ooh. wagon and automobile company, started rolling gasoline-powered cars out in 1912. Existed until St. Patty's Day, 1966. Where was Studebaker based? Ooh. Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Milwaukee, or South Bend? Gosh, you know what? I really don't know. This, this is going to be a Take complete a guess. At it. I'm going to go with Milwaukee. South Bend, Indiana. Really? That Think was about it. South Rudy Bend. and Studebaker cars. Didn't know that. 
No, I learned something today. From That's cool. From 48 to 66, they were manufactured in Hamilton, Ontario. Also in Windsor, Ontario before that. Their base was South Bend, Indiana. Right. Give me one more because we're short on time. But give me, I don't know, whatever one you think is the most interesting or toughest or whatever you want to do. Let's go with... Let's see if you can get this one. BMW... One of the world's most famous vehicle manufacturers was founded, has its headquarters in this German city. Frankfurt, Munich, Hamburg, or Berlin? Oh, uh, that would be Munich. Good. Yes. Good. 1917, they started as an aircraft engine manufacturer. As someone who once worked for that company and did customer service, I can't tell you how many times I would get a pissed off owner of a car who would call and say, why don't you get your boys over in Munich to fix this thing? I've been to the dealer three times. (laughs) Really? really? I don't talk to the guys in Munich. I don't know if you know this. I'm not over there. They're on the the other line. Oh, we got all the time. speak German. It was that and it was... Why don't you have Hans and Franz figure it out? And it's like, well, that's not that's not too terrible. Where's that's Mazda good. from? Uh, Where's their headquarters? Where are they founded? Are, I mean, Asian city, of course. They're, I want to say they're in Japan. Yeah. And is yep. it is it Tokyo? No. Where is it? Hiroshima. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. That's where Mazda's from. You drive a Mazda. I drive a Mazda. Come on, Bone. I should know this. Come on, man. I drive lots of cars. You drive a lot, a lot of, cars. of cars. I like Bone a lot of cars. Bone likes cars. I like a lot of cars. Uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll do something. What are we going to do? I forget. I'll tell you next. I know what it is. It's one of the best rivalries in sports being put on hiatus. This is right up your alley, Tim. We're going to talk about that next. Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Crews are starting to make some improvement on 670. They've gotten things back open on the westbound side before Neal Avenue, at least for the most part. The accident still has the two left lanes blocked. The two right lanes have reopened, but you're still delayed. Fairly heavy there. Looks like everything is uh, cleared up on the ramps. The on-ramps have reopened as well from both north and southbound 71 to 670. This traffic report is sponsored by Root Insurance. Root Insurance gives good drivers the celebration they deserve, not with balloons or confetti, but with savings. Root bases rates primarily on how you actually drive, so good drivers can save hundreds. Start celebrating today at joinroot.com. Not available in all states. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details. I'm Scott Bradley for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Their BMI is higher than their IQ. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Welcome in. Hope you are having a great Friday. Got Would You Rather, not Would You Rather, gosh, Tool of the Week coming up. 534. You can get your tools in now. Yeah. Bone, you did you good. Tweet us at Man and Bone 971. I did good on all you, on the quiz. You yes. uh, you guys missed like the last couple questions because up up against it, but he wound up getting a 90% on oh, yeah, the we gearhead did a, we quiz. Did, well, I was curious off the air to find out what the other ones were. Yeah, and, yeah. You missed the Mazda one, but you got Max Verstappen from Belgium. Mm-hmm. You've got... Although he races under the uh, Dutch, Dutch flag. Dutch flag, yes, yeah. But I asked you Belgium. about which country, multiple choice. You got that easily. You got Clint Boyer. And you didn't even need to hear the cities. You didn't need to hear the NASCAR driver. NASCAR driver Clint Clint Boyer. Boyer. He's he's known by NASCAR fans for being from Emporia, Kansas. Yeah, but he's not. He's like won ten races all time, right? He's not some legendary race car driver. I just happen to know. I don't know why I know that. And I picked him because I I remembered him from working in Kansas City. Oh yeah, he's probably a big deal out there. Yeah. And you got a question about the supercar brand Pagani. Yeah, yeah. I gave you some some. What's that? The maker, the model, the model. Yeah, you gave me the models, right? and I yeah. told you those were Zonda and yeah. who are ya? The who are ya? The who, who are, are ya? Yeah. It's a soccer car. Boy, 
What are those Paganis go for? Like 2.2 mil? A lot of money. They're, they're yeah. works of art, those cars. Yeah, they're beautiful. Man. Well, that was fun. I'm glad you... And, I, I don't know if anybody else enjoyed it, but I enjoyed it. So thanks well, for Everybody that. drives cars. That's true. That's yeah. right. I like. Hey. Everyone's... Tra- that's right. You're driving in a car. That's right. That's <laughs> you it. You spend so, a lot of time in so it. So you obviously want to hear about cars if you're driving in a car. That's <laughs> how that works. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you must want to hear nonstop talk about that's, cars. That's it. You nailed it. Um, all right, so I said one of the biggest rivalries in sports is being halted, and that is because Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau have agreed for the sake of the country. For the sake, for the good of the nation. Yeah, to put their differences aside because uh, Steve Stricker, who is the Ryder Cup team captain for the U.S. of Strick? A, he has said, I want both these guys on my team, but I got to know they're not going to cause a lot of drama. We can't have that going into this tournament. Uh, and so apparently both have agreed to put the feud to rest for now as they get ready to head off to Whistling Straits for their battle with Europe. So what a setting that's going to be as oh, far yeah. as this Brooks versus Bryson rivalry. It's been fantastic in my oh, opinion. I've, I've enjoyed it, but it I'm not a golf brought, guy. Yeah, is, I know some golf guys don't like it. I don't. I, I love it is why, because if anything brings eyeballs into our sport right into our game which still to this day has a little bit i think it's definitely waning though has a little bit of that nerd mentality which i by the way i could care less about you mean the, the golf fans lean tend into to be, something like that tend to be, golf fans tend to be a little more gatekeeper is that what you're saying like where they're like oh hey if you don't really know this stuff why don't you just stay away you're saying no no no, no come th- on in there is i think there always was a crowd like that yeah. I think us younger younger generation guys and girls are trying to dissolve that. You don't want to have any of that, that type gener- of mentality. It's please come enjoy this rivalry with us. Talk about the sport with us. Yeah. Be a part of the game. Watch a little bit and come play. You know, come play golf. Like let's go. You're saying Even that the, if we can get on some of the private that clubs, let's grew go. Up with a like the generation that grew up going to and wanting to be a part of private country clubs was like. Oh yeah, maybe we should exclude people. Like that's shocking. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's <laughs> now at least they've realized. Hey, you know, I hate maybe that it's fact better. about the game. Well, I yeah. just mean like maybe but it's, it's better now to to appeal to everyone with golf. But I, I don't know. And this appeals. This is appealing, and it, it comes from something too. Like it's not it's not made up. And Brooks Kepka definitely seems like he's cut from that bar stool sports mentality. Kind of stick a middle finger in your face. And he's a he's a great player though. He's a Hall of Fame player. Yeah. The number mainly though, I agree with Brooks Kepka because there was a thing where he was he was returning to the U.S. Open. It was when they played at Aaron Hills, I think, and he was the defending champ. And they were making graphics and promos for the event. They didn't have him in it, and it's just. And he had a comment about that, and I was like, you know what? I would probably have a comment about that too. Yeah. I don't think you're asking for much. I don't think you're being big headed or egotistical. You're their champion. Mm-hmm. You're their champion and you're not featured in a poster or printout promo for the event that you're going to throw up on Fox or USGA. You, are you kidding me? It was more of a, what do I got to do? What yeah. do I got to do to get some respect around here? I'm a hall of famer. I'm winning majors left and right. And the thing with Bryson, everyone, even if you're just a fringe golf fan, you know where that stuff comes from. Well, total it nerd, I'll tell but just you. being a little uh, psycho with the science and everything. And he's just, he's regular good. Like he's a great player, but he's not 
like using all the stuff to do like legendary type things. And you're not like you're like 15 percent, maybe 8 percent to Tiger Woods status. So it's just like simmer down now. Yeah, you're, you're a nice player. You've won our tournament here at the Memorial. That's great. Yeah, what well, I was I was going to say I didn't want to interrupt, but like I, I feel like Bryson, if he wasn't so naturally dislikable by at least a good portion right. of golf fans, right. the rivalry wouldn't work. It would be just like, why do these two have to keep you getting into it. slap fights? You've it's got to have interesting personalities in there. that grouping is not instantly likable, and in in fact. Bryson DeChambeau is likable by people who would probably say, yeah, Brooks Kepka, I don't like. I don't care for him. And people who like Brooks Kepka would easily look at Bryson DeChambeau before any of this happened and say, yeah, he's not my guy. Not my guy. So then yeah. when the Even two without, of them without anything to, happening with him, right, yeah. then the two of them happen to have instances where they've kind of been, you know, on each other's nerves and it just amplifies everything. But I do have this question for you, Tim. Do Please. You, do yeah. you think? It is possible for these two guys to put this aside while they're... I mean, what happens if Bryson DeChambeau is taking forever, lines it up, and then just like completely <laughs> whiffs on a very needed hole, and that gets back to Kepka? They're like, yeah, DeChambeau didn't get the job done. Like, is that is that something he can ignore? I mean, I think that would be tough if you really don't like this guy. I, I do, too. I mean, it just goes to... It just goes to what they said. At at best, you are putting it aside for a time being. You have to try. It's still going to sure. be there. It's just, I'm going to try my best. I think it would be unbelievable to see these guys have to play together. Yeah, like, oh, for sure. I don't sure. think Steve Stricker is going to wind up doing this. And I, I think Brooks is even out there already saying, like, don't want to be paired with him. Like, I don't, yeah, you don't think they're going to do though. that. You don't have to be. I think we would die to see that. We just want to see them <laughs> paired anywhere. And golf won't do it. And that's the big miss is that golf won't set it up on Thursday or Friday. That, I mean, is that on, the is that on, that's on the PGA. Yes. That's to start on, off the tournament. That's on right. the, the tournament organizers. Oh, is it? Okay. And then Saturday, once you get to Saturday after the cut the line, score, yeah. it's set by the score and where you wind up. So that's that's unfortunate. By the way, we got a great event going on in Columbus this week. So you've got the FedEx playoffs. Yeah. Bryson, last I checked, was up at the top of the leaderboard. So he, he was playing well. And I think Hudson Swafford was up there too. The PJ Tours in Baltimore. They're at the FedEx Cup playoffs. So it's a limited, yeah. kind of like in NASCAR, it's going to get chopped down. Only yep. a select group yep. is in it, but people will still race. So the Corn Ferry Tour here in Columbus at Scarlet had a chance to have a really good field because... Just the top 125 in the world were playing in the FedEx Cup. So that's oh, a lot sure. of great yeah. tour-level golfers. And it's neat because 50 PGA Tour cards are on the line as you keep going forward. It's the second of three uh, final events for that second secondary right. PGA Tour wow. thing. So that's, that's going cool. on at Scarlet through the weekend. It's free, too. Yeah, very cool. That's the one where they have the uh, was Birdie, it 13th yeah. hole. Yeah, the yeah. Pub 13, Birdie Bar. If someone birdies, yeah. you get... What is it? A beer for a like? Yeah, a, I think a it's a dollar. Or whatever yeah, okay. the deal is. And Skip, Skip Mossick had a birdie on that hole, which is incredible. I want to get my beer for Skip Mossick's birdie. <laughs> that would be awesome. Last time he played it, that's pretty great. Wow, look at that. Skip's probably very proud and very happy. He that should you be. That's that. a tough hole. It's a poke. Go. How'd you do on that hole? I hit it over the green. Couldn't get the number right, and probably took a double. I definitely knew that. I just wanted yeah. to, wanted to ask it's you. Bad. That's thirteen's always gotten me. There. Yeah. Well, that's. Must be nice. 
Anyway, no, that's <laughs> that's bad. Must be bad. <laughs> must be nice to get to play that course. That's oh, what I'm that. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Must be nice. All right, we'll get back with Degenerate T Bone next. It's Man and Bone with Timmy Hall filling in on the fan. Fan traffic from the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. It's still going to be a no-go for drivers along 670 West between 71 and Neal Avenue. Looks like police, even though they reopened everything temporarily, they've got to close to get into that area. Traffic's still being forced off onto 71. Police will remain on the scene for an investigation. So, again, that's likely to be a bit before that's completely reopened to traffic. Problem is gone on 315 South at Olentangy River Road. So, that's cleaned up, but there's still a tie-up on No Bixby Road at East Livingston Avenue. It's an injury accident in that area. This traffic report is sponsored by Root Insurance. Root Insurance gives good drivers the celebration they deserve, not with balloons or confetti, but with savings. Root bases rates primarily on how you actually drive, so good drivers can save hundreds. Start celebrating today at joinroot.com. Not available in all states. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details. I'm Scott Bradley for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Stupid impressions and bad math. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Common Man. Welcome in. You all right over there, Bodie? <laughs> Couple sound double, effects exploded. That's all right. There? He's ready. What He's happened? ready to go. Yeah. It's all good. We're good. Uh, we got the generate T bone coming up in just a second. Don't forget, we will do tool of the week coming up five thirty four. So your chance to win fabulous prizes. Uh, you can get your Twitter tools in now at Man and Bone nine seven one. All right, now it's time. Let's do it. Degenerate T bone. Common man and T bones. Degenerate T bone. T-Bone. T-Bone's Picks for the Weekend. Sponsored by Ohio Health. Bringing care closer to you with more hospitals and care sites in more places. All right, so we've got a few things to look at. We talked about this game earlier. Nebraska is at Illinois. This is uh, Bert, Brett Bielema's return to the sidelines for Illinois. So how will they fare in their first game out against a guy who's on the hot seat in Scott Frost? Mm-hmm. Here's what I yep. know. I just pulled this up to check again because the line's been going all over the place. The last I saw it before we got into this. I remember it being at segment, seven. I just saw it at plus seven and a half if you want to get Illinois because you think That's... they're going to keep it within a touchdown, which is what we were talking about last hour. Here's the thing. It just, as I clicked on it, went from plus seven and a half to now it's down to plus six and a half. If you can find it over seven, I jump on it yeah, because I do big. think it's going to be huge. I think it's yeah. going to be within a touchdown, but I think Illinois, I mean, they could even pull the upset that but kicker right there. It is. It's, it's all about the little hook on the end of the half point. I don't want to do six and a half, but plus seven and a half. I like that. I would take that if that's available to you, but I, I don't think it is. I can't, you know, it, it might come back. Like I said, it's, it's hopping around a little bit. So keep an eye on that. Uh, the other thing, of course, that we have to talk about because you know I'm not going to leave this segment without a little NASCAR. That is the Coke Zero Sugar, Coke Zero Sugar 400. That is at Daytona. That is the last race to get in the playoffs. One playoff spot left for the NASCAR drivers. Any driver who has not won is trying to win this race. So I was looking at the guys who have not won. They're going to be the ones with everything on the line. They're going to be the ones probably trying to take fewer risks until the very end. Mm-hmm. There's a guy who has some really good experience who's had a disappointing year, but he has some great experience at the super speedways like Daytona and Talladega. It's one of your guys? Uh, yeah. This yeah. is this is Bubba Wallace driving the 2311 car. Oh. He's Michael Jordan's guy. Yeah, he is. He's Denny yep. Hamlin's guy because Denny Hamlin's a co-owner of that team. One of is the he other wearing NASCAR a Jordan drivers. logo? Jordan brand oh, logo? Yeah. Everything's Jordan. Okay, and, and sponsored what about the car? 
Oh, sponsored by McDonald's, sponsored by Columbia Outerwear, like sponsored by everybody. What's the big logo Rooting on the car? Here in, it's, well, they got all different logos because oh, there's no one. They, they rotate them every couple oh, okay. weeks, but all like right. Root Insurance here in town also sponsors Bubba Wallace, so oh, let him live. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, but anyway, Bubba's great on these type of tracks, and he needs a win to get into the playoffs. He has finished second at Daytona. He's been right there a couple of times in the top five. I think he could get it done this weekend, so I'm going to go with Bubba Wallace. That's the guy, plus 3,100. So thirty one to one. Yeah, that's that's thirty one like for it. every dollar you bet. That's pretty good. So I'm gonna I'm gonna look at that one and take that one to the not to the bank because this is a very risky proposition. NASCAR at Daytona, it's a it's crazy. There's going to be a bunch of wrecks. If he can get through that, I think he could have a shot to win it. I I will tell you one of the things that I am loving these days is the live PGA Tour betting. Once the tournament already gets going, yeah. right? And we yeah. know, like even in the middle of an event, all the live betting lines, it's constantly changing. And I was looking on FanDuel right now, checking out what's going on for the the FedEx Cup event. We'll leave the nationwide over here for a second. The FedEx Cup event, they're playing in Baltimore at the BMW for the first time since 62, by the way. I've not played an event there on, the, on tour. And right now, Bryson DeChambeau is your leader at 16 under. And already done for the day. So he's riding hot, this guy, off of a 67 and a 65 today. Oh, wow. Sung J M. Okay? He's 12 under par, four back. You can get in on a plus 2,000. Really? Throw a hundo down, $2,000. Must be... Throw a right? hundo down. Must be nice. Jeez. Well, this... All what right, whatever. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> Throw 50 down. Win a grand. I mean, that, that must be nice. Yeah, yeah. That is when pretty you great. win that bet, that must be that nice. That would be very yeah. nice. I would definitely be excited about that. I, I think that's something you might want to think about a, a little bit. I would bet pretty much the life savings on the Tampa Bay Rays tonight. Really? Money, li- money line. Just Boy, to win. Are, for Minus 250. For entertainment purposes only, Timmy's taking some big swings oh, here. Oh, my God. Life I mean, savings. Look, they're in Baltimore. You mortgage your house, too, while they're we're in, at it? They're in Baltimore. Oh, Shane McClanahan yeah. taking on your guy, Matt Harvey. Oh, Harvey, yeah. Harvey, 6-13. Why is he still getting a chance to go out there? 6.27 ERA this late in the year. Ah, yikes. Boy, yikes. Going. And <laughs> he was hit uh, pretty good with his last two. The O's just won 13 to 1. It's like, stop it. Stop it. You know it. the text messages I'm going to be sending you if it turns out that the Rays lose this game to the Orioles? I'm going to be like, way to go, Orioles fan. There you go. You just cost someone their life savings. Good job. What do you think about the Buckeye game against Minnesota? It's 13 and a half points. I would cover that. I'm also thinking yeah. the under on, I think it's 64 and a half. I'm thinking it's a 42 17, 38 20 type I like of range. How you're already in on next yeah. week. We got, a, we got a whole week left to percolate on well, that. It was, de- it was degenerate bone. Well, I'm, yeah, but I won't be oh, here. That's right. We won't have it's it next Thursday. I didn't We're think inside about the week that. window. You're right. All right. I'll go over. I'll say Buckeyes cover and I will take. Cover over? I will take. You said 64? 63. 64 and a half. Uh, I'll go over. Sure. Why am I? Yeah, right. let's go. Who cares? Optimistic. That's yeah. right. If you missed anything <laughs> yeah. from the first two hours of the program, we'll get you covered with the rundown when we come back. It's Man and Bone with Timmy Hall filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. 
It's still a closure of 670 westbound between 71 and 3rd, 4th Street from that earlier accident. Had investigation now. That's completely shut down. Again, likely to be a while. They had to reopen for a few moments, but then everything uh, got slammed closed again. 71 southbound at 670. It's an accident on the right side. Uh, crews are working on that. No Bixby Road at East Livingston Avenue. It's an accident there, too. This traffic report is sponsored by Root Insurance. Root Insurance gives good drivers the celebration they deserve. Not with balloons or confetti, but with savings. Root bases rates primarily on how you actually drive. So so good drivers can save hundreds. Start celebrating today at joinroot.com. Not available in all states. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details. I'm Scott Bradley for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Extra large. Extra stupid. This is Man and Bone. Happy Friday to you. Welcome in. Hope you're having a great one. Timmy Hall filling in for Common Man today. Yeah. Beverage got, cart. Oh, beverage out. cart. You know it, buddy. It was it was out before we got on the air today, buddy. It was good. Hell yes. Yeah. Well, I got a pregame. I got the crew game I'm heading right to right after the game's over. 630. You can hear the game. It is on the fan, obviously. Coverage will start right after we get done on the air. Chris Doran, Neil Seeker, Jordan Angeli, Brett Hildebrand. They'll all be on the coverage tonight because the TV guys are off because it's on ESPN. So they're jumping on the radio. With Chris, so that'll all be here, right here That's on the fan. Fun. Yeah, it'll be a, a nice full thing. house there on the yeah, coverage. So I like it. that. And yeah, they're all great. They they do a fantastic job when they put all those guys together. So very cool stuff. Um, wanted to bring this up. I've been meaning to bring it up the last couple of days, and I've, it's just slipped my mind. But it stops today. I actually bring up the thing I meant to bring up. That is, there is a nice article on the Athletic about yeah Anthony Schlegel, yep. our guy. So Schlegs, of course, was on Morning Juice. We both have worked with him in the past here. Uh, then he was doing the morning show. Got the call from Urban to come down to Jacksonville and be part of the strength and conditioning team there. Crazy. What a, what a great opportunity, right? I mean, yeah. you don't get a lot it's, of calls it's nuts. Yeah. to get back into the game. He was a strength and conditioning guy after his time at Ohio State playing football. We all know about that. He had the great tackle. Yeah. Best tackle of his career. <laughs> Off, Yeah, right, when he was, he was working coach. at Ohio State. Yeah, and uh, tackled the guy who ran on the field. The drunk guy really so, just gave it some extra mustard at the end. It was well. I've always yeah. said there, there. He's he doesn't need to do this, but if he ever had the desire to go do pro wrestling, oh yeah, oh, no, 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 no. We've had that discussion. Custom made for that. If there is ever a guy, like I remember, Seth Towns posted something. Yeah, Ohio State basketball <laughs> player. Right. Really interesting dude, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, he came over. He's got the Harvard degree. He's been battling through injuries. He's a big guy, too. I think that'd be a really neat play. Yes, it would. Wouldn't really have thought of a Seth Towns guy, but someone, he posted it. It seemed real that someone was starting the process of, hey, you know, might talk about something I would instantly reply to and say, tell me more, please. The WWE reaches out to pro athletes or uh, college athletes and will say, hey, if you're interested, Come on down. We want to at least talk about maybe you doing pro wrestling. I don't know if Schlegel ever got that email, but if I he know, did, yeah, if you think missed about missed opportunity on their part because he <sighs> he would be great at it. Are you kidding me? I mean, I can already get into like a room with somebody like you and me could go into a conference room and spend thirty minutes. We could come up with the whole theme. Oh, we could write the whole yes. shtick for Schlegel. We could come up with a name. I think his thing would be. You know, he's he's got sponsored by Monster Energy, obviously. <laughs> he just rolls. He kind of does like maybe a bushwhacker type of, of walk. Like well, they, where he's got the, they, the giant like 
Yes. How big are those cans of Monster Energies? Are I don't know, like but he gets the biggest one cans? he can get. Yeah. yeah. And he's got the red one and the green one. And when he's about to do like his finishing move and the guy's kind of stumbling around on the canvas, he gets up on the ropes. He holds the green Monster Energy. He holds the red Monster Energy, almost like Gladiator. And it's like green means yes, I'll take it easy. Red means like, give him the move, you know, yeah. finish him. And yeah. he takes, he slams the red. He just cracks, cracks it open, splashes it all over his face. And then goes from the top his finishing move with yeah. his Schlegelism. I like it. See, that's, yeah. I think that guy, they said in the article, the, the term they used was adrenaline in human form. And that is one of the best descriptors I've ever heard of Schlegs. Because that guy, though, uh, Andy Staples wrote this article. It's on The Athletic. Go look it up. They're talking about how he changed the, you know, a little bit of the workout culture there and brought a lot of energy. Go figure. That's what he does. But just how positive he is and how a lot of people have bought in and that's been a really good sign for the Jags. And so good. I, I hope that's working for him. We we miss yeah. him dearly yeah. here at the station. But interesting yeah. dude, special dude. Well, here's the story I wanted to tell. And I think we've talked about this before, but just so people know, Schlegel, you know, there's the temptation when you're a pro athlete or a former pro athlete, or in Schlegel's case, after he was done, you know, with coaching and after he got out of playing in the pros a little bit and obviously playing at Ohio state. He went into business for himself and made, you know, a good living selling a product that he developed like an exercise product. The difference it's his for you football. Know, yeah. Equip- football striking yeah. kind of trainer thing that he would tell me all the time. I'd say, how's that going? And he'd say, Oh, I was in this state. I was in that state. I was over here. And he would tell me all the schools he's gone to. I mean, just all over the country, this guy was getting programs to buy in and, and get his thing. And that's really cool. So, but he had other things going on. So when they called him to say, Hey man, you want to come in here and do, you know, post game stuff and fill in work. There would be the temptation for a guy like that. And we've seen it before in our business where guys come in and go, this isn't my full-time job. This isn't what I really am interested in doing. I'll just come in here, talk a little football. I'll leave, show up 15 minutes before the show, leave right after the show. I promise you. And we've had guys that have been good on that. Well, we, you have, know? we have had that too, yes. But, but the, you can trying understand to say the temptation. Schlegel, Schlegel is as good or better at that than yes. anyone we've ever seen. He So I did post games with him for the football games. Putting more time into it than yeah. you would expect. He would... I So I always was nervous about traffic because I live in Marysville driving down after the OSU game. It's Absolutely. about an hour. Yeah. I didn't want to risk uh, you know, a tanker truck overturning and I can't get here yeah. to do the show. It's on you, right? Right. So Things I, might happen on the road. You got to leave earlier. So I would just, there. I would come in here every day and watch the game at the station. And, and I figured Schlegs would probably show up, you know, late in the fourth quarter. We'd talk and then we'd go on the air. Nope. I got here the first week and Schlegel was here. He beat me in. He was here before the game. He's like, brother, let's do it. And he's got his monsters. And <laughs> so we're, so brother, we watched, brother, let's go. We man. watched the first yeah, game. I don't I remember it. who we were playing. <laughs> I don't remember who the Buckeyes are playing. But watching a game with Anthony Schlegel is, I wish everyone could participate in this because the man, when the Buckeyes would give up just, I don't know, seven or eight yards on a little run play where the backer missed the assignment or someone got blocked a little bit too well, he would just, pop up out of his seat and go, gosh, dang it, you know, and then like, okay, and then he would like explain what went wrong, and then he would instantly start doing push-ups. He was like, gotta get this out, gotta get this out. I'm so, ah, I'm hyped up, gotta get this juice going, and I'm like, all right, man, they can't see you. It's great. And he was just, he was so into it, but then we do the radio show, he was a, a gem to work with, always great, always giving, always telling his stories, loved it. I, 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 know, I miss working with that guy, but he was great. I saw him over over the summer, like after he took the gig. Yeah. 
And oh, he, okay. he was, <laughs> I, we were at baseball. We were watching our kids play baseball. Mm-hmm. And Jack's team was playing his son's team. Oh, No cool. surprise, Schlegel's son like clocked a double over our left fielder's <laughs> head. Like it was just uncanny, right? Yeah, like, his kids, like, there's yeah. the There's the athlete's son. How good is he going to be? Boom. You know, just... We we played Deshaun Thomas's kid at one game too, oh, wow. and he was Jeez. great. Like he's an the, athlete. All the athletes. This guy in the celebrity league. I just I'm in the regular league. Must be nice. <laughs> Must be <Jeez>. nice. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Jeez. When, Desha- right. when Deshaun walked by too, like <laughs> he just kind of like looked my way, and I just looked at him and sort of he just kind of like he gave, knew a, that po- you gave knew. a point. Or he like, knew yeah, that you knew. I know you know who I yeah, am. Yeah, it's like yeah. hey, and it wasn't That's like right. hey, hey Deshaun, how's it going? It's nice to see it, but. No, I, seeing Schlegel was great. I actually was. I played a joke on him. I, I, I was texting him because I could see him. Yeah. And I knew he hadn't seen me yet, and he had his phone like in the side of his chair for a good while. But I just said, "Hey, man, how's the baseball game?" Oh, jeez, <laughs> creepy. <laughs> right, right, right. Creepy. And after like thirty minutes or so, he looked at it, and I was watching him. You know, from like. <laughs> back and behind for 30 minutes apparently 30 just like straight minutes why don't you pick well, up your phone well, dude he was in my field of vision oh, like, he okay. was right there right. like he was behind the backstop my eyes are right towards home plate he's right there yeah and then i see he like looks at it and he just like looks around to his right and looks to his left and he makes eye contact with me and he instantly smiles and then he just like hey man what's up like, yeah he's it, it was, it was he's good a to great see him. dude man he's yeah. he's one of the i'll tell you this Schlegel's one of the best, haven't seen you in a while, guys, you'll ever run into. It was. Because it's instant, it was. like, yeah. he's excited, you talk for five or ten Pops minutes. out of that and, chair. Yeah, he's he's great. Bro Super nice guy. You. What's going yeah. on? It's like, yeah. oh man, Jacksonville, the housing market, you know, it's crazy. <laughs> you trying to get a place there. You do a good place. How weird is it, too, where Bobby's voice and then Schlegel's voice. Yeah, they're very similar. They are very I, similar. I could never imagine a voice like Bobby's. Mm-hmm. And then Schlegel's there. Yeah. It's weird, like, wait, but you know wait, what? Wait, what? Like, but what's Schlegel's, going on here? Yeah, it's great, man. Both linebackers, both of that deep, like, it's one thing to have a deep voice, but theirs are different. Uh, here's what I know. Anthony Schlegel used to hunt wild boars with a knife in his teeth and oh, no shirt man. on. And all I can tell you is I don't, I, that's the gimmick if he's a pro wrestler. That we don't even need him to talk. We just he's the hunter. Send him out there with a knife in his mouth, and then just like goes out and does his moves. <laughs> Big yeah, that'd be knife. great. Crocodile Absolutely. Dundee knife yes. in his mouth. Get him like some gator yeah. teeth on a on a yeah <laughs> thing. Yep, you Boar's got teeth. it. It's exactly right. Exactly right. All right, Bodie, let's do it. Let's hit the rundown. Common man and T bones. The rundown. The rundown. All right, abbreviated rundown because we got to talking about Schlegel. We got to talking. It's all right. It happens. But here's <laughs> good, good one. <laughs> Here's what we've got. I'm going to give you two quick ones. So Gordon Gee has entered the chat when it comes to college football playoff expansion. Gordon Gee is on the committee. that's going to vote in September as to whether or not to expand the playoffs eventually, not, not tomorrow, right? but they will vote next month as to whether or not to continue to go forward with this or wait. That has to be a unanimous vote. It is made up of, you know, movers and shakers in college football on this committee. He has come out publicly, told the West Virginia student newspaper, I'm not going to vote for this. And I don't think the Big Ten is. I don't think the Pac-12 is either. We need to wait until the dust settles with all this stuff. You can say what you want about what his motivations are. I'm quite sure if this Texas-Oklahoma thing didn't happen, probably everyone's voting on this and moving forward. But I think that has given a lot of pause to everyone else that's not in the SEC and not at those two schools. So Gordon Gee coming out and saying this, I think does tell us Whether or not it'll happen eventually, it's not going to happen. The vote is not going to happen right away. They're going to get a no vote probably on this in September. 
And this will cause things to slow down a little bit on the expansion front when it comes to college football playoffs. Right, and the news hit at a great time when it was the middle of the summer. We were still a couple of months away from college football season coming back. And it's almost not that big of a deal because you're going to you're saying you're going to vote no it needs to be unanimous we got a season that we're going to get excited for we knew that this expansion wasn't going to happen for a couple of years anyway and i think we all still agree it's only a matter of time it it, everything you said makes sense though you're going to have certain rules and parameters about this conference that conference you need to know what the conferences are and then you can move forward but as always you just put a little Put some things in the contract. Yeah. Put some yeah. things in the contract. They're going to sort that all out. The lawyers will get it. If the conferences change, if expansion happens, if teams, if there's realignment, they'll have ways to then reshuffle it and decide how they want to, you know, field the tw- the eight or 12 team playoff. Yeah. The other quick thing is Bruce Feldman was on a Rosillo's podcast and said, I don't know if the Buckeye defense is going to hold up and I don't know if CJ Stroud is as good as Justin Fields. Ergo, the Buckeyes could be like Iowa this year and maybe not be a playoff contender. He did say I'd still have him at 10 and 2 and winning yeah. the Big 10, <laughs> which is pretty but not good. much better than maybe Iowa to be honest. Right. So I look at that as this. If if CJ Shroud is not great, that could be a problem. If his defense is not great, that could be a problem. But I do think CJ Stroud will get enough done at least when he starts and then he'll improve, the defense will improve. I think we'll we'll see a very different team by the end of the year than from the start of the year. But if the first couple games are a little shaky, I'm not going to be totally surprised. It's not a big deal. I don't think that means the team sucks. I think it means there's going to be a little adjustment it's, and a learning curve. It's okay, that's okay for a national college football analyst to one time think of Ohio State <laughs> as a 10 and 2 team. <laughs> right. Yeah, that does not mean like now everybody needs to go troll him and no, send no, him messages. It's not troll worthy. It's really yeah, not. It's like it's I, not I, I think that's the low end. I think he's he's pointing to what the basement is, the floor for this team. I'd still Ten, use it if I were Ohio State. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. Chris Holman but, likes to do this for the hoops team when yeah, he hears use guys. It, use if, it. If, go uh, right ahead. Like a Seth Davis or somebody Puts them at ninth in the Big Ten. Then what was that? Ninth? Bring it up. Yeah. yeah use it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's wrap it up. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. How are the rump... The what? The rump- Rumpelstiltskins. The Rumpelstiltskins. Yep. How are the robot umpires doing in the minor leagues? I'll tell you about that next. Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Looks like there's been some improvement once again along 670 between 71 and 3rd, 4th Street. Crews are saying that has been cleared finally. Police are leaving the scene, but traffic's still slow from Leonard Avenue about 10 minutes, but it does look like it's reopened again. Still stop and go 670 East between 3rd, 4th Street and 71. Like we said, southbound side, you're going to be on the brakes on 71 South between 670 and Spring Street. There is a tie-up, though. Still, if you're heading over to No Bixby Road at Livingston Avenue, it's an injury accident there. This traffic report is sponsored by WOW, super fast internet, best price of the year switch to wow internet for the best price of the year one gig internet is fast with the most bandwidth now only 49.99 call 833 wow sale for offer details and get this deal today i'm scott bradley for 97.1 the fan traffic prepare your non-beef jerky insides for what's about to happen to them this is common man and t-bone Happy Friday to you. Tim Hall filling in for Common Man today. Don't forget, uh, we'll be under an hour from now. Coverage starts on the crew in FC Cincinnati. Hell is real at lower.com field, the LDC. The crew try to end a six-game skid. All the coverage starts at 6 right here on the fan. Game time just after 6.30. 
You can hear all the action with Chris Doran, Neil Sika, Jordan Angeli. They'll all be on the call. So, uh, Timmy, we've got the robot umpires. I don't know if I've ever asked you, how do you feel in general about the idea if it eventually, which I think it will, comes to Major League Baseball, how would you feel about robot umpires being a part of what's happening? Like, how how does that strike you? I'm totally fine with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about that's where I, five that's where or I ten years ago, I was one of these guys that was, oh man, anything else? You know, you have the replay, have the replay, but more of a more of a minimalist with replay, where I think you should get. A couple of challenges. Nothing is automatically challenged. It's just coaches, and you get two. You don't get to keep one if you get it right. You you get two, and you use it wisely. But I used to say, oh, you got to at least have the umpire behind home plate. I have some degree of yeah. human error. And then as I grew older, it's why should we have human error if we don't need to have human error? I mean, how many well, jobs that's, that's are we restricting? You know, that's interesting because I was reading this article in the New Yorker where they were talking about how the robot umpires are doing. And they they talk to an umpire in the minor leagues, the lower leagues where they're trying this out. Right. right. It's like yeah. low A ball or something like that. And they talked to this umpire. Fred DeJesus is the guy's name. And they said, well, how is this? Because the way they're doing it and the, probably the way it will still be is they're going to leave the umpires on the field. They're still going to make the call strike ball, but it's going to be an earpiece from the robot saying that's a strike, that's a ball. So he's just going to gesticulate what happened. But everyone in the ballpark will eventually figure out he's not making that call. He's just showing you. He's just representing. He's you. just, he's, yeah. Yeah, he's and, just directing and we, traffic more we or less. We have the guy there, so we don't need to take a job from someone. No. There'll, there'll be a purpose. You need someone to just organize everything, right? Handle the, uh, the the lineup rotations. Make sure the rules of the game are being followed. Someone will still be there. And, and also calling the safe and out, right? Yeah. I would still prefer it to be that way. And then we have the challenges for some of those calls that you think yes. were missed throughout the game. Yes. But right. if we can get the strike zone laser pointed to where there's just there's no arguments about it. They we don't said, have to have any dust-ups about that anymore because it'll be... Done by lasers and robots. Yeah. Let's go. The, the guys who invented this system that they use apparently were two engineers who were actually trying to help golfers track their swings and, you know, kind of get better with striking the ball. And that's they track found, man. Yeah. Track the, man. The company that's that well, you're looking for. That's who's doing They're this. very big in the golf game yeah. and it is the same guys. Yeah. yeah. So they, this is the system that they are pretty much modifying to do, to do the balls and strikes. And they've said, the first year they had it in operation, a lot of the players complained and said, this strike zone's not right. It's a little off. And so MLB tweaked the system. And now this year, everyone says it's pretty dead on. They quoted, of all people, Wally Backman, which I don't know how many people know Wally Backman, but this was a guy who played for the Mets when I was a kid. Uh, you know, he has been a minor league manager, almost made it up to the major leagues, and then unfortunately uh, had some personal issues that came up about his, you know, uh, some violence in his life. I believe it was some domestic violence situation or at least an accusation like that. And then he had to step back and was not named, but almost was the manager of the Diamondbacks back in the day. Oh, wow. This is a, what I'm trying to get across here is this is a career major league baseball guy. He's been, he's over, he's 60 plus years old. He's been in baseball his entire life. They asked him and he manages in this league. He manages low A ball. And they said, what do you think of this? And he said, it's great. 
It's it's going to reduce arguing. It's going to reduce everything. And this is a guy who, by the way, is known for arguing and screaming at umpires. So the question they pose in this article, though, is do you is it do we want that? Do we want balls and strikes to be perfect or do we want the human element? And I don't think I want the human element. I mean, they mentioned at one point there was a call that was a little borderline and the umpire knew like, well, I thought that was a strike, but this thing called it a ball. So he calls it a ball. And he said, the weirdest part is no one came out of either dugout. No one said anything like they usually would if like, hey, ump, you missed that. Like no one yelled at him from the dugouts because everybody knew, well, this is from the computer guided right. system. Nobody's arguing even though about that it's not configured the right way. So basically the question it, is, do we want arguing in baseball or it, do we not care? Yeah. Because you could still argue about this. Well, it's not set right. You know, I, I know what the robot is saying, but the robot in the computer doesn't have the exact strike zone configured properly. Yeah, but you can't go out and argue that during the game. We're not arguing he's it, say, There's nothing, nothing to argue. It this is, didn't we happen. Have, we have set this rule book here now that you are not arguing the robot. Right. So there's oh, no, yeah. There's, there's no arguing There's the nothing robot. we're going to do about it. Yeah. There's so no you challenge. See. So do you there's want that? I guess what do. I'm saying is, will you miss that if it turns out that like now you don't have... Because I won't miss it. As much as it's fun to see those things go viral when an umpire gets dressed down by a ball player or, an ump or a manager who comes out and says, this is a horrible call. How did you do this? But that only happens because someone got screwed over. That only happens because the call was bad. So... Right. That I don't... You do have we, to trade that off for accurate calls coming at you all the You'll time. You'll still have arguments about and plays at the take, plate and I everything would, yeah, else. I would but take that trade-off. You're still, too. You're still going to get some arguments about the robots. You would still get some of that, and then we'll get to see that behind-the-home plate umpire just shrug his shoulders and say, well, sorry, robot called it. Let's go back to your dugout. Yeah. Like, right. You want to get tossed out of this game over this? Fine, I'll do mm-hmm. it. See yeah. you later. You're out of yeah, here. Of robot doesn't lie. Yeah, I think that's right. So we'll we'll find out. But It'll take a long time for this to well take over. Here's the Major other thing: League baseball, though. Like Wally, Wally Backman and some of the other people quoted in this article said it's coming a lot sooner than people think. Yeah, they, they have. They said they have got this so well done now. They feel like it's ready for prime time. So just keep an eye on that. <laughs> I I, I think love... I think it's going to be there in the next couple of years. I honestly think we're getting to that point where you might before 2024 see this thing be in the major leagues. It's interesting about Wally, the other old-time baseball guy more famous than him, the great Earl Weaver. There's a manuscript oh, that is of them arguing, hilarious yes. with yeah. Earl Weaver and an umpire Bill Haller back in the day. You need to check it out in the New Yorker because it's yeah. uncensored and it's just a, it's, anything that rem- anyone who remembered Earl Weaver and how he spoke. Oh, it's it's colorful. <laughs> it's very colorful. <laughs> All right. It's tool of the week time. Uh, you can tweet us at man and bone nine seven one. You can send us your Twitter tools. Uh, the winner's going to get a $50 gift card to Conrad's, the Buckeye State Store, located at 4191 Worth Avenue at Easton Gateway. Tool of the Week is next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heath Services Traffic Center. Looks like there's been some improvement once again along 670 between 71 and 3rd 4th Street. Crews are saying that has been cleared finally. Police are leaving the scene, but traffic's still slow from Leonard Avenue about 10 minutes, but it does look like it's reopened again. Still stop and go 670 East between 3rd 4th Street and 71. Like we said, southbound side, you're going to be on the brakes on 71 South between 670 and Spring Street. There is a tie-up, though. 
Still, if you're headed over to No Bixby Road at Livingston Avenue, it's an injury accident there. This traffic report is sponsored by Wow Super Fast Internet Best Price of the Year. Switch to Wow Internet for the best price of the year. One gig internet is fast with the most bandwidth. Now only forty nine ninety nine. Call eight three three Wow Sale for offer details and get this deal today. I'm Scott Bradley for ninety seven point one The Fan Traffic. Common Man and T-Bone present Troll of the Week. Sponsored by the Lion's Den. Welcome in. Hope you are ready for some Tool of the Week time. Timmy Hall is here. Winner of the Tool of the Week this week gets a $50 gift card to Conrad's, the Buckeye State Store, located at 4191 Worth Avenue at Easton Gateway. Ready to do some Tools of the Week, Tim? I am. That's a good time for a little gift. Like oh, that. Gift. It's a I good like time. It. That's right. This is the time of year you want to be giving those Buckeye gifts. Yes. Buckeye State Store That's gifts. right. Yeah. Timmy. That's Come right. on. That's Keep right. it right. Uh, so the first one is Jeff, who says, my tool of the week is our douchebag plant manager decided after months of not enforcing mask mandates, he would walk around the plant and give write-ups all while not wearing his own mask correctly. Are you effing kidding? That is the dictionary <laughs> definition of a tool. Yeah, that would suck if uh, they've told you one thing, and then the guy who's like, okay, now we're going to be a real you know, stickler about this, which, fine, I get that, but then wear the mask the right way. Yeah, you got to wear it. If he's actually r- walking around with a notebook while he's Abe Lincolning his mask, right? Yeah. That's not cool. That's not cool at all. Uh, Randy said, my tool of the week is Columbus drivers. Learn how to use your damn blinker and check your damn mirrors and blind spots. So I'm, I'm all good with that. I mean, oh. there's just, I, Randy, I completely agree with you. The thing that gets me is anytime the rain comes in, mm-hmm. I feel like we're 40% people will even turn their lights on. <laughs> like it's that right. low. Yeah. Well, like, I, how that's big a basic, of an idiot that's a basic you have thing. to be? It's darn near dark. I'm talking like daytime, dark, cloudy, raining. You're driving a gray car. You just won't even bother to do a click. Just, mm-hmm. that's it. Just yeah. go, uh, yeah. with your hands, with your fingers. Uh. Yeah. That's it. Well, Can't do that? Yeah, I don't understand why. It's tough. I would think you'd want that just so everyone can see oh, you. Oh, my daytime running lights are on. Yeah, your tail lights aren't on. <laughs> kind of right. need those. Yeah, I'm going to drive right into you. Yeah. Uh, Sean says, my tool of the week is 98.7 in Arizona, who made a statement that nobody cares about college football. I guess they live in a hole. USA from Texas, East, all in on college. In Ohio, OSU is everything. I miss you, tool bags. And then you put hashtag Buckeyes, hashtag college football. Thank you, Sean. Uh, L- Levi says, my guys. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Levi said, my tool of the week is transfer le- transformational leader Timmy Hall. I like what he brings to the show, but he's constantly talked over and interrupted, and it drove me insane. If that's his transforming leadership, I don't want it. Oh, is man. he saying, I interrupted you, or you interrupted me? No, he's saying, I interrupted I you. I feel like I interrupted you way more than you interrupted me. There's been what- some inter- oh, We just did it there. I- <laughs> you know what, Levi? <laughs> you're right. No, but that's just, <laughs> you know what that is, though? That's how you and I talk when we get together. We just interrupt over each other and yell at each other. So that's just, that's not a, oh, we don't know how to be on the air together. That's just how we talk. I mean, 
I think eventually one of us has taken over the talking. You, yeah. You might like right here. You might have like a little bit of a hitch as we're as we're passing the balls, well, we're handing the ball. Sometimes so you stay right there. Sometimes we give space. Right. And sometimes we're you know banging fenders, like in racing. You know, sometimes you got it. There's a little rub in his racing, and there's right. a little bit of just everybody stretches out and does feel. You can have a quick bump, bump as you finish, and then I take it off. That's right. Like you yeah. got to be able to pass the baton. That's it true. It has to be seamless. There can't be any space in between. So I'll tell you this, uh, and, and Levi, I appreciate the, the tweet. I will say that I do too. There are times where if I was allowed to just continue talking until my thought ended, we'd be here for nine minutes. And Timmy, sometimes I think you are the same way of like, if we just let our natural thought occur to the end, it would be just one long monologue. So we have learned to kind of interrupt each other because it's just how we communicate. This is, by the way, exactly what it sounds like back in the office. So, but thank you. I I appreciate the feedback. Uh, Chris says, my guys, we talked about Cox. Um, I have two tools of the week. Number one, common man for taking the week off after going on a rant last week about guys taking so much PTO in the summer only to take this week off. I noticed that. Number two, Columbus crew for giving up two goals in the last 10 minutes to lose last week. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, that was something weird last week, too, where he was yelling about that. He's like, why do all these guys take time off in the summer? They're idiots. Don't they know? Football season, you can take time off there, too. And it's like, but yeah, but. Some of us have kids, and that's where they're out of school. My kids are back in school. I'm back at work. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Uh, I'm trying to get to where the next one is. Brock says, my tool of the week is Jake Paul. He claims to be the Mike Tyson and Floyd Mayweather of his generation, but is yet to fight an actual boxer. He needs to grow up. He's not entertaining. He's a tool of the week always. Yeah, I I don't disagree with that. Yeah, we talked about Jake Paul. We talked about Jake Paul and the <laughs> Logan Paul. I almost forgot his name. Yeah, yeah. God, right. it's well, refreshing. It's good to ref- yeah. it's good to forget their stupid it's names. It's refreshing to almost forget that guy's name because I don't care and I'm not watching any of the fights and I'm out on all that noise. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jen said, my guys. Chubby time! Uh, she said, my tool of the week is COVID. My husband and I have worn masks, got vaccinated, social distance, and the day before we go on our first vacation in two years, he gets sick with a breakthrough case and we're isolating until Labor Day. This is why we can't have nice things. That's I'm tough sorry to hear, to hear that. Sorry Jen. to hear that, Jen. Yeah. yeah. The bre- the breakthrough cases are tough. And that's why I think it's best if everyone does get vaccinated so we can stop having these like super variants that break through the vaccines. That seems like the logical thing to me, but what do I know? I'm stupid. Uh Nate said my tool of the week is coworker Brittany. Today I brought my lunch of different meats and cheeses with jam and crackers. I'm loving every bite and sharing with everybody. When I offered to her, she said, I don't eat Lunchables anymore. This was an A-plus charcuterie <laughs> board in a bag tool. Well, oh, I love that. Like you, Nate is well, very confident well, in the quality of the meats and cheeses that he brought well, in. And obviously I, I sounds enjoy like that, it. Nate. I love the little cured meats, like a little hard salami, something that you would get like at a Cabela's or something like that. Mm-hmm. I actually stocked up on some nicer cheeses because I have a couple of the cured meats. We're, me and the Did wife are going to do that for a snack I just coming pause up soon. It. And this is no offense to that store because it's a great store. Did you just name drop Cabela's as the place you go for fine meats and cheeses? Is I'm that not what? saying fine meats. Oh, I'm talking okay. about like the the dry meats, right? Dried meats, that then you yeah. would slice up and put on the cutting board with I some see. cheeses. But there's other... There's other places, you, like a grocery store would also have <laughs> <Yeah>. that stuff. <laughs> That's true. That's true. 
You know, just, felt, you know where you go when you're felt, looking for some it like a fly felt fishing like a rig. Cabela, it felt like you need a some waiters. Thing to do. You need a couple of and goose, some meat sticks, goose decoys, and meat sticks. Of I course, it's, getting, we all know where to go. You hit up that aisle with like the the puffy peanut style candy, oh, right? I didn't know, Bodie. I thought you were going to have to dump out a puffy something or other. I don't know where we were going there. <laughs> Holy cow! Uh, you know all right, what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. I've had that I candy. do. I do know what you're talking about. All right. Uh, who do we want to give this to today? We had Jeff talking about his plant manager who sucks. We had Randy talking about the Columbus drivers. Sean, uh, who I think is in Arizona, but is mad about all the stuff going on there. We had uh, Chris who had two tools of the week. Should we award that? Two tools of the week? Chris that- Barlow. Yeah, let's give it to Chris. Let him have it. Chris did some good work there. So Chris is going to get the $50 gift card to Conrad's, the Buckeye State Store, located at Easton. 4191 Worth Avenue, in case you're wondering. All right, I'll take a break. When we come back, it's back page time, and it's get you ready for Hell is Real with the it's crew almost time. and Kentucky FC. That's coming up next. Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. You'll still find yourself on the brakes along 670 westbound between 71 and 3rd, 4th Street, but not nearly as long. Only a couple of minutes there. Earlier accident cleared up. All lanes have been reopened. There is a tie-up on 71 northbound of Weber Road. Working on a disabled vehicle left lane is blocked. Problem no Bixby Road at East Livingston Avenue. Working on an injury accident there. This traffic report is sponsored by WOW. Super fast internet. Best price of the year. Switch to WOW internet for the best price of the year. One gig internet is fast with the most bandwidth. Now only $49.99. Call 833-WOW-SALE for offer details and get this deal today. I'm Scott Bradley for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Final segment of the program. Timmy Hall and uh, Bodie have both been in. Bodie Wells, both have been in all week long filling in. Chops was in on Wednesday when you were doing Morning Juice, but I gotta say, for both of you, I caught some of that. This has been a this has been a good week. Mike has been off. I appreciate both you guys working hard, doing the best. I think this was a I think this was a fun week of shows. So I appreciate both you guys. That's nice doing your I, thing, and it's en- it's a enjoyable experience for me to every once in a while move around the dial, host with some of you guys. Oh, we don't have a Buckeye show tonight anyway because the crew are yeah. playing a little bit earlier, so that would have bumped us off the air. But the show is still the Buckeye show is still awesome with our other guys yep. that we have filling in with Maddie Andrews, Tyvis Powell. I'm excited about they're going to be doing the high Buckeye. school football tonight. Yeah, they're on doing the AMs. They so are on 1460. To couple of the uh, Worthington schools, yep. Kilbourne and Thomas Worthington. There you go. Are playing each nice other. Rivalry. I will be in the booth for some high school football a week from today with Tyvis. That'll be good. And we'll actually get to do an hour of Buckeye show because the game is going to be at Ohio Dominican. Oh, Bishop right. Watterson, Bishop Reedy. Yeah, there you go. So that'll be fun over at ODU. But no, it's uh, it's been fun. I, I like doing it. Yeah, I'll tell you, I've I've long since said I think we should have a day every year where we just we call it the fan key party and we just we just jumble it up, jumbled up. I'm and with say, you. All right, yeah. here we go. The morning show is going to be these two guys, and then Bishop and Laurinaitis will do another show, and then you know afternoons we'll do this and just just have fun all the way around the dial and put everyone on different shows. Carpenter and Rothman. Oh yeah, put Carpenter and Rothman. <laughs> Carpenter and Rothman for a day. Put them back together for a day. That'd be fun. Beamer and Matt Hayes. Love it. That's great. And Ice, right? Yeah. Here, here. My only request would be like, let me do an early show so I can be done with my day. Or how about how about Common Man and Evil Bald Colin? I'd love it. I'd love it. 
I think that would be a great show. Bone and Maddie A. Oh, I'm all about that. Let's do that. You, what, what about what? Bone and Bodie? Bodie would be fun. I'd, I'd work with Bodie. Bodie. That's great. Bodie Bone. The Bodie Bone. <laughs> the Bodie Bone. Hey, Bodie That's Bone. Great. Yeah, we could have fun with that. Uh, by the way, don't forget, right after us, crew coverage. Hell is real. The crew taking on Kentucky FC, a.k.a. FC Cincinnati. All the coverage starts at the top of the hour, and then the kick is just after 6.30. So all the coverage right here on The Fan. Bone, I got to say, we got to the end of the show, not one little blip out blip. of you for Cristiano Ronaldo. Well, I don't, you know. Not that major to you? I mean, it's, Lean, a huge it's a huge deal, story. right? Yeah. It's a Lionel huge Messi story. Messi goes, now Ronaldo back to Man well, U. Here's the weird Old thing. Old Trafford, is that the one? That's right. That's where Man U plays. I'll say this. Manchester United got Cristiano Ronaldo who played there 10 years ago and is a club legend and all those things. He was playing in Italy for Juventus, another huge legendary club. And the rumors up to last night were he was going to sign with Manchester City. Crazy, right? The rivals of Manchester United. And then apparently according to him, yep, the Etihad, that's right. So the, the rumors are right up until last night, that's where he was going. And then all of his like Manchester United guys were like, you can't go to the rival, dude. Talk to the club and let's figure it out. And so now one of the biggest stars in the world said, yeah, you're right. I probably shouldn't go to Manchester City. How about Manchester United? And he just switched. Like This is like Derek Jeter back in the day had been traded away from the Yankees and he was about to sign with the Red Sox. And then right at the last minute, he was back like, ah, Yankees. never mind. I'm yeah. going back to the Yankees. Right? It's craziness. It's a it's a interesting deal. It is twelve years or so he's been away. Yeah, yeah. It's a it'll Real be, Madrid. I was Juventus, Beamer back earlier this morning. Man United. Beamer is going to be just a wreck when he goes back on the field because he he he's going to you know just it's it's one of those club legend things. It comes back to the club. Everybody's going to be excited for that. How the heck do you pronounce the manager for Man U? Oh, why am I? Um, it's like Ole, right? Oh, yeah, uh, O L E. Ole, 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 Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Yeah. Solskjaer? Solskjaer, I believe. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, I believe, yeah. From Switzerland, right? Yeah, yeah. Man, there's a lot of accents like on that last name. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot I, of good I don't names. think our keyboard could write that last name. There's it's a lot a of good name. names in soccer. There's a lot of good There's like Solskjaer? Uh-huh. Man, yeah. All right. There was, there was there was Oh, they got a Solshire. Eric Cantona was another one. That's just it looks like Eric Cantona, but that's not how you say his name. He's French, mm. so you say Eric and, Cantona. And the Juventus manager, he's like a Massimiliano, right? Yes, that's right. Massimiliano. Mm-hmm. Allegri? Yeah. Allegra? Uh, Pellegrini, yeah. Pelle- Mas- Massimiliano Pellegrini. <laughs> <laughs> Is it really Pellegrini? I thought it was I Allegri th- or something. Is that right? I don't know. I, I got to tell you, was I wasn't ready for my Juventus sounds, quiz. That sounds now like an you Italian got me on Juventus that quiz. That sounds like an Italian sparkling <laughs> drink, okay? What you're saying at me right now. All right. That sounds like a San Pellegrino sparkling soda, which are very, very They're fantastic. They're great. They're fantastic. Limonata. Very good. All right. Crew coverage coming up, but let's get the back page real quick before we get out of here. The back page. The back page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. I'm looking him up real quick. Go ahead. Yeah, Fortune.com. We're hearing a lot about young kids crushing it on YouTube, on Instagram, and wherever. TikTok, right? It's a lot of us, you know, adults, it's, it's hard to fathom. It's hard to believe, like some of the money that's being made. But more power to you. This 12-year-old, though, not doing it by that route. The claim is that this kid has already made over $350,000 this summer selling, yep, 
NFTs, wow. non-fungible tokens, if you're not up to speed on these crypto sort of digital coins. The NBA has got this thing called Top Shots you can look into, yeah. see what that's about, where it's actually official, it's partnered, you can buy little clips of highlight vids, but this kid did it through some digital art, it's a collection of digital art he coded called Weird Whales, and by the end of August, his earnings for those are expected to top $400,000. Man. $400,000 is insane. Absolutely insane. I am... Uh... I'm jealous of the crypto kids. I, I, I got to start investing. We got to do it. All right, that's it for us. Crew Soccer's up next. We'll see you tomorrow. Or we'll see you on Monday. Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. A vehicle on fire at one spot along the east out of Belt southbound before East Broad. Right latest block. That's got you stop and go. Also, Renner Road westbound at Alton Darby Creek Road. Accident with injuries there. You're on the stop and go side of things. 71 northbound at Weber Road. Working around a disabled vehicle. Looks like the left lane is blocked. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Good news, Ohio. Safe Auto offers state minimum car insurance for less than 66 cents a day. Safe Auto is available 24-7 to help you save. Get a quote in less than three minutes at SafeAuto.com. Or 1-800-SAFE-AUTO. Play it safe. Safe auto. I'm Scott Bradley for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.